0: Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. I told
1: all these guys about it, so we got photos, Kyle Stacy, Robertson, and Tim Jones. We're all going to get on as a group. So <laughs> nice. nice. Hope, yeah, that's a good time. Okay, right, let's get started.
2: Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. We got Chris. What's
3: up? What's and up? And
2: we got a, a show packed full of guests. So here's the list of guests we got. We got Robert Monty. Dude. We got
4: Casey Monty. Campbell. Hey. The Monty.
2: Yes. <laughs> and we got Todd Bennett on the show.
1: How's it going?
2: All right. Great. Great. This is episode number 75. It's going to be one of our longest uh, episode names. So Spring Fling with Robert Monty, Todd Bennett, and Casey Campbell. <laughs>
0: nice. Alright,
2: so, uh, first off, let's just kind of get to know everyone. And we have a, we have a set of, uh, I think like five or six questions we'll just kind of shoot off. And, and I guess after I ask the question, just each one of you guys want to just jump in and, and answer the question. That'll work. So, first of all, how long have you guys been in the, into the hobby?
1: Way too long. <laughs> probably, shit, I've been doing this probably about 40 years now. I started with radio control gliders uh i was out riding my dirt bike and then saw these guys flying gliders and that got me into it and then i got into helicopters and been into it ever since awesome
0: yeah todd i think i was more aware of your school for helicopters before i was even flying planes or even into the hobby at all i knew of you and your school
1: yeah uh, so it, and all that dude, it's spooky i've been trying to get out of doing this uh for a while i love doing it and i do it for a living and it's just been uh it's something I really love doing. I thought, well, when the students stop coming, then I'll go back to work or do something different. I've had several good job offers, but I just I just be you know I'm happy making a little bit less and doing what I love to do. So it's incredible. I've had a great run. I can't complain.
2: Nice, awesome. How about you, uh, Rob?
5: I got in the hobby back uh, around 2007. I got into the heli side about 2011. Got a few small helis, started playing with those, and then, then, then the bug bit on helis, and I just started getting bigger and bigger. Uh, next thing you know, I, I flew a 700 Nitro, and I was like, I got to have a 700.
2: So Nice. <laughs> uh, that 700 Nitro, was that fly bar?
5: It was a fly bar. Uh, a friend of mine down in Virginia... Need a little bit of help on getting his back together after a crash, and uh, I've been Mm -hmm. working on 550s and such. So, yeah, grabbed it, got it fixed up, took it out to a flying field, I think, like, I don't know, it was like March time frame. Got got, got it flying, and I Uh I punched it out, full collective, climbed like crazy. I was addicted. (laughs) Oh, my God, this thing's awesome. I got to have a 700.
0: (laughs) Nice. Awesome.
5: Yeah, it was a it was an OS ninety one. I was flying one of those the weekend before. That engine still rips. Mm-hmm. It's a good one.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. You should try it in Chris's uh five seventy airframe. That <laughs> that thing was just powerful. It was great.
1: Yeah, OS has done a good job. My buddy Steve Helms is the one who put them on the map for helicopter engines and mm-hmm. he also did Y S as well and he just recently passed away.
4: Oh, uh,
1: talk about he was a vice president of uh, marketing at Futaba and just such a sweetheart of a guy. You
2: know. Awesome. Yeah. Sorry to hear.
1: I I
5: think did anybody ever meet Steve? I did. Yeah, he's a good dude. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. I got to meet him at NATS twenty fourteen Heli uh, but- National's uh first time got to meet him and uh sat down and talked with him. Him and his uh his wife uh sat down under the tent and just enjoyed uh, everyone's company and watched them flying. Yeah no he's an amazing
1: guy. What a wealth of information.
5: Yeah 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 very much so
1: all right, Steve, so we're doing these questions in order. So is it Casey next, I guess?
5: Yes, Casey. All
1: right.
3: Well, I started flying probably in 1999 airplanes, and then probably about 2002, I didn't do a whole lot of flying because I didn't have a driver's license to get to the field. So dad kind of told everybody to come make the field here at the farm.
0: Oh, nice. That's nice. when the
3: club kind of started and everything.
1: Dude, I wish my dad would have done that.
0: That's Yeah, awesome. yeah right? Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: I did it so that way he didn't have to carry me nowhere. I, I could stay right here.
1: Yeah.
3: Then I started got my first helicopter, I think, in 2005, a Raptor 50. And kind of okay. self-taught and went on from there. Oh, awesome. And I still fly planes, and I'm starting to get into jets a little bit and stuff. Play what? around with a little bit of everything.
2: Nice. Is that your jet that's in the uh, – that was in the um,
3: – No, nah, that's one that of our thing? buddy Digger's
2: jets. Okay. He, uh,
3: I was trying to talk him into flying it, because he said he would fly it inverted down the runway.
2: Oh, that would have been awesome, like a little noontime jet demo for a event. Uh, yeah, good.
3: Spring fling, I think, the fifth version of the spring fling, I did a four-inch inverted pass on the thing, so I was trying to talk Digger into doing one this
4: event. Mm-hmm. Oh, that
0: would have been amazing.
3: See if he could beat my four inches.
0: <laughs> nice. That's a jet jet. That's a, uh, yeah,
3: yeah, a turbine, turbine, right? right?
0: Turbine, kerosene hmm
3: yeah we both got actual turbines. it ain't no sense going with a duck fan you got to have the real sound the real thing
0: yeah nice
1: oh no <laughs> especially if you only have four inches casey you need the real thing
4: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs>
5: <laughs> sadly we're gonna talk we're gonna talk casey's jet into the ground one day
3: that's all right i got a second one on the way
2: <laughs>
3: there you go there you go be prepared
2: all right, uh, so what got you guys interested in the hobby?
1: Well, I already covered it. I was out riding dirt bikes and, uh, mm-hmm. and then saw these guys flying gliders, and I'll make it real quick, but basically back then there was no CA. There was just five-minute epoxy, and I, I came home, and I wanted to get a kit, so they told me which one to get. My grandfather and I went down and got the kit, built it, got it going about two months later, I went and crashed it 900 times, and uh, I was too stubborn to get help. And finally, I went up there one day and after rebuilding this thing 10 times, and the guys, one of the older guys picks it up, and he's like, well, how's the, how's the CG on this? Did you check mm-hmm. it? Out? Well, what's a CG? <laughs> yeah. He said, uh, that's a center of gravity. So he picks it up where the wings bar is, and you know, the tail hits the ground, and he put like a whole stack of quarters in this thing and actually flew it. And from that point on, it was hooked.
5: Nice. Um, my dad got into racing RC cars when I was – probably about 10 or 12 the old um rc10 converted to a, a stadium truck nice i played with them back then i, I remember i had the uh to me a blackfoot that thing was a blast
4: mm-hmm. yeah
5: yeah um 2007 my whole family took over the xbox one day it was raining and well, uh
1: you weren't playing battlefield were you
5: <laughs> i was i'm more of a halo guy okay i uh, more of a halo guy i don't i don't like the uh, the whole thing with call of duty marching through a game every year but um yeah they took it over i wanted to build a model i had one in the house but it wasn't mine so i was like i'm not gonna take my brothers and build it i was like let me find a hobby shop so i found mm-hmm. one local talked with them for like three hours bought a bought a low stadium truck and i started racing and then uh that was that i was back into the hobby
0: nice i remember those yeah
5: cool. well
3: when I started, I always wanted to fly like the real planes and stuff, but mom said they were a little too unsafe. So my, one of the guys that worked for my dad to drive in one of the trucks, he uh, was into the RC planes. So for Christmas in 99, I'm talking to them and building a plane for me and started flying from there. And the cool thing is I got my first helicopter. Nobody really knew anything about him. Mm-hmm. So I got that Joker in the air for the first good round. It could fly like a plane, but I had no clue how to hover. So long as I was moving forward, <laughs> I was <could. laughs> good.
4: <laughs> right.
3: The first flight didn't turn out too good, but I figured it out eventually.
2: Nice.
1: Yeah, it's fun, man. When you finally get a helicopter in the air and in it, it's good stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. Especially back in the day, there was no no places to go. I mean, shit, I would have done my, I would have paid two grand to do my class because I wasted the better part of probably sixty thousand dollars doing stupid shit that you don't need to do and. Mm-hmm. You know, buying nine helicopters when really all you need is one or two that run well. So it's just, yeah. You know, everybody <laughs> goes down that idiotic path, and then before you know it, your credit card shows up, and you're like, "Oh shit, nice twelve grand." You
0: know? <laughs> I think yes. that's the, it. Can't be me. It's got to be the helicopter attitude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes,
5: I. I'm, you should have seen it, Todd. I did that with the uh, Surface. I got, I got that stadium truck, then I got a twenty-six scale Kyosho Mini Z, and then I got a. Eight scale nitro monster truck, and then I, I went like six cars deep and was like 10 grand in 30 days.
1: Oh, it's crazy, dude. I I, mean, <laughs> I look back on that and the money waste. It was just like, you know, I I had to have every, every upgrade known to man. And uh, one day I went out and I'm showing my buddy, I'm like, look at these cool anodized servo wheels. They're metal. And he's like, good, now you're guaranteed to strip your servo gears. Good, good. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I guess they're not that cool. Or the other upgrade where people put the, uh, you know, the tail servo on the back of the boom on the Raptor 50 and they take it out of a plastic housing and put it in a carbon and aluminum housing. Now it's getting soaked with fuel and they spend 70 bucks to do it, you know, that's oh. amazing how much shit they have for, you know, over the years and you just, it's such a waste you know?
4: mm-hmm.
1: and then you finally look at it and go, okay, well I guess good flying comes from the heart, not the wallet. And that's, yeah. that's what's so cool about this hobby is you can't buy your way into it, you know? Yes. Didn't right. mean to uh, there, but uh, I thought that information was uh, worth sharing.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, Casey, Casey wrapped yeah.
2: up? You, you got more, Casey? or?
3: Yeah,
1: I'm pretty good now.
2: Okay. Okay, so sponsorships. Are you guys sponsored?
1: Yeah, I'll take that one. I've, I consulted. Well, I have in the past. I, I've consulted for Horobo and uh, miniature aircraft. I started Synergy Helicopters, and I worked consulting for Futaba still. And then OS Engines and Morgan Fuels and Hattori. and So I've been very fortunate. Wow! Awesome. To not uh, to be paid to do this for a living because I've done it for a living for the last 25 years.
2: Wow! Right, right. Wow! Oh, awesome. Uh,
1: and a lot of people think, well, you know, that the I've always been a, a paid pilot, but so I was able to make a living doing this. And I got out of college and went to work for Northrop Grumman for 14 years, and then I did a two-year stint with Texas Instruments. And then at the time, it was like uh, I really want to do you know do something different I and. Mean, Started teaching. Curtis Youngblood talked me into doing a class, and I got started mm-hmm. with it. And I thought, maybe I'll get a couple of local people. And before I knew it, I had people coming from all over the world, and it was just so rewarding. It's ah. so, been a crazy uh, run, but a good one, you know. So, yeah, I've had more consu- – I started off with repping and then sponsorships and then gone go to consulting, you know. So it's a, it's a fun job, to say the least. Nice.
2: nice it's awesome. Yeah. How about you, Rob? Sounds
5: like my turn. To- um. Mm-hmm. So, uh, fly for Futaba and fly for Synergy. Awesome. Yeah. It says, like, no big deal. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Just the
1: biggest <laughs> name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Casey Campbell.
2: Yeah. Uh, it,
3: Casey? I fly for myself, and I reckon the only sponsor I got is my own credit card.
1: Uh,
2: oh, nice. So Visa MasterCard, huh? <laughs> yeah, the
3: only deal is they want it back eventually at the end of the month or so. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: hear that. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're all there.
1: <laughs> That's but. what you get for for making Jaeger bombs the other night. Oh, boy.
3: <laughs> hey, it was the chutes and ladders, too. We don't. Yeah. Know.
1: Boy. yeah. Hey, I we, got
3: some more if you're ready to come back down. Bar- <laughs> this,
1: this is the only event that they have a bartender at. What does that tell you? <laughs> and the bartender is like smoking hot. That's even better. That <laughs> uh, yeah, was a good, good times.
2: Yeah, I think but, Kevin uh, and I missed the bartender, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, no. I'm usually my own bartender at these events. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the spring fling they get—they got you hooked up. So, that was the evening activities, which was fun to to sit around and bullshit with everybody and yeah, watch the kids fly and watch Jamie and Kyle and all those guys are amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: So, what's in your fleet? What helicopters you got? What radio do you use? You know, motors
1: kind of. I get to... To use, I'm very fortunate because, like I said, consulting for Patava, so I've got all their radios and stuff. They usually send mm-hmm. them out for evaluation. Uh, Jamie Robertson, um, he wanted to uh, borrow one of my radios, check it out. So he had the 18 and I recently nice. got that back. So the 18SZ, and I haven't, I haven't really got to play with it yet, but uh, I'm enjoying that. Um, I really like the 14. My 14 has the antenna like ripped off of it, but I took the wire and put the wire inside and I think the handle's broken, but it, it,
4: actually,
1: <laughs> it actually works really well. Um, and for a travel radio, it's perfect because it just gets the job done. So, sure. uh, as far as helicopters go, I just got done working for uh, a, a year ago. I think they let us let both Nick and I go uh, with Thunder Tiger. I was consulting for them. And so I've got a bunch of G4s and uh, a, a couple E700s uh, mm-hmm. that Nick did with them. and and then I've got uh, Matt Bodo sent me the incredible N7, which I'm really enjoying.
2: Nice, yeah, Jeez. I just got so, that too.
1: And I've got raves, raves from Curtis, and that I use for the school, and some old Synergy N9s from when I was running that company, and we start. That was our first model we did. So it, basically, the Synergies, uh, Raptors, and Curtis Youngblood rave. Uh, I don't think Curtis is doing it anymore. It's a shame. I wish he'd come back. Yeah. But, uh, and so that's my fleet so to speak. So it's a electric and nitro. I really, a lot of people are like, oh, you got to have one or the other. A lot of electric guys go, you know, uh, I can't stand nitro. And then you get to talking to them and they've never even tried it before. So, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, when I go out to practice, it's basically, I take one electric, one nitro, and I do four flights on each and I enjoy having both platforms. So nice, that's yeah. my list of models. And my go-to radio really lately is the 14 SG. So awesome. it's keeping it. and it's something that you can recommend to your students that you know if you fly an 18 mz or something and people come out and see that they think oh i got to spend three grand on a radio it's like no right. the 14 sg just gets it done it's a good radio and and it's easy to program so that's the stuff that i use nice yeah and then yeah. i'd really like to say real quick uh thanks to all the sponsors you know os and ys in the past and pataba and uh, Morgan Fuels and Hatori Mufflers. Tetsuo Hatori just recently retired, and he's a another gem of a human being, and makes the best muffler on the planet. A lot of people have tried to make better mufflers, and they just mm-hmm. have never succeeded. So, thanks to all the sponsors for making this possible. Futaba, especially.
5: Awesome. Yeah, you guys are running to a Futaba camp down yeah, in
4: Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh huh.
3: Futaba
1: but, all the way.
2: <laughs> you know, it's funny though. It's um, you know,
1: stuff works. <laughs> It works, and uh-huh. you can't even find one bonehead on the internet trying to claim that his radio locked out. I mean, and so I think there's stuff that's phenomenal lately. You know? <laughs> I mean, I've got ser- I got servos in school machines that are like they're like literally like 16 years old and thousands of flights, and I'm just waiting for these things to fail, and just because out of curiosity, and it, they just haven't done it yet. So they make well, it whole- wow.
3: always works.
1: You never had the blink blink crash incident. With no, <laughs> always some of these people with you know other radios they're like oh well the green lights you know i was teaching up in colorado one one already smoked in that was on spectrum another one goes locks out and uh this was early on when they were having issues and Mm -hmm. um but uh you know the thing another one was out of control and the guy went over there i barely got it back and he goes over and goes his response to me was well the green lights flashing we can just reboot and we'll be fine and i'm like how in God's name would you ever trust that radio gear
2: yeah, definitely.
5: Uh, so, Rob, you are good? So, being I'm primarily doing a lot of competition these days, mm-hmm. I have uh, two uh, Synergy E5 Super Stretch in my fleet. Uh, one's dedicated to F3N, mm-hmm. and the other one's dedicated to the F3C style. Oh, um, awesome. Wow. Right now, the F3N machine's going together, but they're basically going to match up minus probably rotor blades and uh, some small changes in, like, RPM and such. But, no, um, and out- outfitting them with a uh, Contronic ESC motor, uh, Fataba, CGY um, servos. I actually got two different versions of uh, Fataba servos, some BLS273s and 272s. Um, I've been flying a Fataba 8FG for, like... was almost six years i just actually uh, sold it to a friend so i came over the 18SZ. been using the telemetry which i'm really enjoying after i did that whole thing with the cars where i had tons of them tried to put them all on the track at the same time and i couldn't really keep them together yeah um i I really broke it down to two helis i i have done nitro in the past even though people don't see me fly it these days i uh -hmm. i went through two different 600 nitros for about three seasons um, nice. I used to. Uh, I got a hold of that OS fifty five HZR. I'd hot fuel that thing and do forty five minutes of auto rotations. Wouldn't wow, shut off geez. the engine. Um, they would annoy <laughs> the playing guys at the field, and I would just oh, like laugh that. hysterically. awesome. <laughs> <I'll bet. laughs> We would joke about putting the fuel tank to the to the skids and and putting another set of skids in the, on the on a bottle of nitro but <laughs> just,
4: <laughs> okay.
5: no you want you wanna learn you wanna learn autos throw a throw a, a, a throw a blade holder out there and uh start doing autos to it and don't stop <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that's a good way to do it,
5: yeah. Nice. Or
1: get me on a microphone. I'll talk you right through it. Either one.
5: <laughs> you are mad.
3: <laughs> hey, I was
5: yeah.
3: Todd had Monty doing flipping autos coming down.
5: Yeah. Oh. That was uh, my- that was last year. That was awesome. You're supposed to do more, and you broke your helicopter. Oh, my God. Too much I
1: routine. Be- I can't believe <laughs> to I didn't get to you broke your helicopter. He didn't just
3: break it. He power drive that joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it, like, it was like a nine-inch divot
1: out there. Casey what is on your mouth You're talking about four inches and nine inches
5: (laughs) (laughs) You need to cover that hole Casey
1: (laughs) A nine inch dip Well it did sound like it thudded in pretty hard But okay so who's up next Casey?
3: Casey Yeah I reckon I'm up Well
1: I could do my Casey Campbell impression all hell. <laughs> <I'm> all hell. <laughs> well, I fly 14SG, and that's fine. It works for me. <laughs> no,
3: I got the 18.
1: Oh, you got the 18. <laughs> Live well.
3: Yeah. well, I've been flying the 18SZ. I bought one used the other probably about six or seven months ago. I'm starting to really like that radio, but definitely for TAB all the way. Nothing else I would try.
1: I'm right there with you, dude. And it's funny because after doing all the schools you know, people would be like, my radio works fine. I'm like, well, you don't see the amount of equipment that I do, so, you know. When you travel yeah. you travel all over the place, it really is, it, it's refreshing, because it wasn't always that way. I mean, we had, the, their receivers, they were 200 bucks before, right before the 2.4, they had lockout issues, and I told people, I'm like, don't, do not do buy them until they get it right, and I mean, really, the Fataba Fast protocol has been amazing. It's just been perfect, so I don't want to sound like I'm way being a fanboy, but it is it's so nice to be able to fly your stuff and you know because of all the you look at it over the years and you know back in the day when jason kraus a buddy of mine who uh doesn't fly anymore um a lot of people don't even know who the guy is probably now but uh you know um we'd go over to places like china and hong kong and do demo flights all over the world and when you have your stuff locking out it's such an uneasy feeling you know it's like you really want to hurt somebody in a in a uh in, in a different country, you know, so it's was, really good to have bulletproof radio equipment.
3: You know? Was he the uh, yeah. to that used to have the nail and stuff on the tail?
1: That would no, it that, was, that was a guy named Mike Moss. Okay, cool. That's really going back in time. <sighs>
5: Moss method, yep.
3: Cool. All right, well, I'll get back on track. The, uh, what I've been flying is Thunder Tiger. started with a Titan 50, actually the original 50, and then went up as they started going up to the X-50. And then after Thunder Tiger started getting a little harder to get, I ended up switching and buying a uh, Synergy E7 Speed from Chris Sexton. Nice. But after the other day flying with Todd, eventually when I pay my credit card off, I'm going to get me an N7 Nitro.
1: Mm-hmm. That
3: that was awesome the other day flying that one.
1: Yeah, we'll have to uh, – we'll get Matt to – I spoke to Matt about that. He said, he get you going, so, you oh. know. And just
3: seeing
1: the autos that Matt did the other day
2: with
1: that that auto, crazy, unbelievable. Yeah, Yeah. unbelievable. I've
2: never seen anyone auto like that.
1: No, Bodos is like I used to be the king of the old guys with the autos, but I think he he dethroned me at that trip. (laughs) (laughs) He was doing doing ridiculous stuff. It was like, wow, really? Looping
2: autos and stuff. It was crazy. Uh, yeah, I was watching Burt Cameron run
6: away from him as he's doing it. Yes, both kind right. of right. he he had to,
1: like walked away. Like, Ugh. yeah, he walked away. He's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> it looked like that. It looked like that. N seven was just as fast, if not faster, than that. Sab. uh I'd, Elect- yeah. I'd like to find out what yeah. he was running at yeah.
6: speed. think, because that was if you. I mean, when I was there, it seemed quicker. But then when you watch the video, it's definitely quicker or faster Uh, it's amazing how
1: faster than electric you mean
6: yeah that nitro was hauling butt. yeah
1: (laughs) matt did a great job i told him if we were the uh back in the day because i hired matt when we took uh jason left and um for synergy and then he took it over down the road but uh man what a what a great design i really you know i he sent me a couple of those and i was flying the g4 a lot which is another just a great helicopter and and then Mm -hmm. uh I've decided. You know what? I'm just going to fly the N7 for a while and put the G4s away. And and uh, I'm really I, I really like that model a lot. It's a good one. And thank God, because I mean, shit, our choices are that and the, and the Galley, I believe, right, out of the Nitros and so, um,
2: and the the
4: Goblin.
1: Sorry. <coughs> yeah, and that that one well, buddy of mine's got one of those, and it, it skips T. It's like the belt. Uh, if you turn the head speed down low, it skips. Or it hits the housing, and uh, we can't get it smooth. And their response back was tighten the boom as tight as possible. But it's like, well, that's all fine and good until you put a, a, a lateral load on the bearings that are in there when you're you know, having four guys hold the tail boom and tightening it up. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Mine has the belt slap that it's real tough to get yeah, rid of. Yeah, and, of and the thing is, is knock, knock, knock. Well, you, yeah. well, you look at it and it's in a huge housing, right? I mean, a yeah. yep. oh, yeah. huge housing. So when they have belt helicopters that are uh, in a in you know the size of a normal tail boom and they're not hitting the sides how in god's name is it getting belt slapped on their yeah, knife half
6: inch away yeah it's got a lot of room in that but thing it's in a,
1: yeah it's in a gigantic housing it's insane yeah. so i think the relationship between the gear and the belt might not be too happy you know
5: yeah i know one thing uh if you want to see those autos if you if you didn't see it on facebook check out dismount autos by matt botos he's got video of them they're crazy yeah,
1: yeah. he's matt really uh God, his autos were beautiful, and it was it was great to see him and Amy. So yeah. I'm glad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where were we at? Are we starting on the next question? I think.
2: <laughs> yeah, Casey, <laughs> you're good, right?
1: Yeah, we're all good.
2: Okay. Um, just, just a real quick though. It, it seems like everyone's Futaba. And it's like, am I, re- am I slipping through a Tower of Hobbies catalog right now? <laughs> that <sounds like. laughs> that's what it sounds like. No, but yeah. don't get me wrong. Futaba is like the leader of 2.4 gigahertz. I mean, I, yeah. I will, I mean, I fly V Control, but I will make that statement because they've been in that technology forever. Not in the RC, but well, outside that's of that's RC, you know. Expect,
1: spectrum's have I mean, DSM, was it DSM, DSM2, DSMX? I mean, mm-hmm. changed their protocol. Paul beard, the guy who designed that stuff was a student of mine him and uh, he Paul and his his son took the class like three times before he moved to new zealand and he 's a great guy, a very smart guy and I think they 've got a good product it just had some some uh, they were first as the game, but it had some issues along the way, and I think they 've got it sorted out now yeah,
2: so, yeah it's, I know it's, normally it normally was with the satellites it just I mean three point three volt stuff I yeah. mean
1: in all honesty when you 're talking about radio gear and safety it, I mean we all know what happened to Roman uh, – in New York, so it's like yeah. you want every radio. I want every radio to work and and be reliable because it's a really scary
5: thing. You know? Sure. Yeah, I, I really. I remember I was uh, standing out with a young man. He's flying as a uh, Raptor 50, probably about four years ago. He's having a great time. He didn't do anything crazy, and all of a sudden the thing just stood up on back elevator and, and tail slid in the ground for about 20 feet, and he was devastated. His model just smashed, and he didn't control it that way, and it was yeah. horrible to see.
1: No, you should see. You know, Steve, yeah. we do a, we'll do a one of these on the school and like the things that I've seen, the travels and everything. I mean, I, we're, you're talking like all the stupid stuff that's happened, and you know, helicopters have come so close to people, and and just yeah. you know, uh, there's so much information to cover there. One of these days, we'll have to do one on the, like I said, on the class and the just the stuff that I've seen because it's a it's great. Uh, I think it's good for people to hear these stories and they learn from it. You know,
4: for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: Cool. All right. So the next uh, question we have here is, um, and, and someone this question kind of been answered a little bit, but um, do you do you guys only fly helis? I, I guess currently we'll say, um, or do you also fly planes and and multi rotors?
1: I'll start off. Uh, basically, mul- no, I don't fly multi rotors unless I'm filming.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I, I mean, I have absolutely zero interest in that, and uh, I, I I don't know. How, I think. Like a, a couple of my buddies have flown those, and they're like, "This is really cool." And I'm like, "Yeah, let me know how cool it is in a month from now." You know, and usually they you hear back, and you're like, "Yeah, you're right. This kind of sucks." But that's what everybody if, says. <laughs> I did the same filming, thing. Like I did a we did a thing for uh, the Star Wars commercial with Kyle uh, Kyle Dalton wants me to do it, and Jamie Robertson went, and so we spent the the couple days down in L.A. over the over Christmas doing the Star Wars commercial, and that was fun. And they're perfect for that kind of thing, but far as challenging and everything else no. but and then i fly helicopters and uh obviously and uh, i still like to fly slope gliders it's a completely different hobby go out there and watch the red tail hawks fly along with the gliders and it's just a good thing so my thing is helicopters cool sounds like someone was pouring a drink there who's drinking
4: yeah yeah i
0: think that was Monty. (laughs) i'll have one yes please Uh, get loosened up a little bit
1: my wife just uh she poured me my second cranberry uh vodka so to get entertaining. Oh, it's
5: one way to send oh, the yeah. blood.
1: Yeah, well, it, it basically just continued from the trip home, but <laughs> <laughs> I, just upkeep. Rain. And hey, Casey, <laughs> the good thing is, dude, we ate at that Mexican restaurant. I ate like a pig, and I only gained like a pound and a half for <laughs> being, uh, being on the road for fourteen days. I went to the gym today, and it was like, sweet.
5: yeah. Hey, these days I'm mainly focused on helis. Um, I have a crack yak. I don't fly it much anymore, but it sure is a blast. It's like the MCPX of planes. Yeah. They're fun to throw yeah. out under you know, they're fun to throw out at night, um or even under even under lights so like uh Joan all. They're a blast. Don't do yeah. much of multi rotors. Um I've played with Casey's F P V stuff. Usually I end up really high in the air and go, I, I just need to land this thing and I take the goggles off and I'm blinded and I go, Yep, uh take the radio, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, dude, that stuff is not. It's kind of like lame, in my opinion. You know? Uh, Yeah. I'd love to say say some other stuff, but I'm not going to say it. So.
3: (laughs) It's only cool if you got like one of your buddies there to try to race or something. But it ain't really fun to play with.
1: I guess it's only cool if you got a rainbow sticker on the back of your window. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh wow! Nice. Get right to the point. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think they have the application, but as far as creativity, well, maybe I guess it's the filming or whatever. So I've seen some
5: it. guys do some pretty cool FPV stuff in 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 some areas they don't belong, but yeah. I tell you,
1: I'll tell you what, Kyle Dahl bring a a, a quad to a uh, this film shoot that we were doing, and he did shit with that with a quad that I was just like, oh my god, you know. But I think Dahl could do anything with anything. I mean, he's just another amazing talent. So, but it was cool to see what a quad is actually capable of in the right hands. You know? Yeah, for sure. So who's up? Casey? Yeah, Casey. All
3: right. Well, I fly pretty much either helicopters or jets. Uh, occasionally I'll fly uh, a big prop plane to test something in, but unless I'm helping a couple guys at the field trying to teach to fly on a trainer, but
5: mm-hmm.
3: pretty much just jets and helicopters.
5: Nice. I don't know, Casey. I think your uh, DGI has some time on it.
1: No, nah, that ain't much time. And if it is, that's commercial work.
5: Yeah, sure.
1: Oh, okay, Casey, I didn't know you had a feminine side, Casey. I
5: didn't know you had. A DGI.
1: <laughs>
5: oh, so, so, know, I'm not going there.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, the drone work does work to get you in like racetracks and stuff like no, that. That's
1: true. It does, but it's you know. Don't let your girlfriend see you with one of those things. That's all I got.
4: <laughs>
1: That's the beauty of getting older. You can say what you want. you burned it after a while.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I just think you don't give a crap anymore, so no. you just say what you want.
1: Exactly. That's fun.
0: <laughs> awesome. Right. I'll tell
1: you what, after, you, know, you learn that after having a heart attack a year ago. It's like, all oh, right. Ah. Oh, jeez. I'm not going to worry. That was right after Spring Fling, so I came home and had a heart attack. Yeah.
5: man. Spring Fling gave Todd a heart attack.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That was kind of weird. I came home, worked out at the gym, felt great, and the next day, Monday through Friday, Saturday, I was like, oh, no, this isn't normal. But on the flip side of things, it's good. I had no uh, heart damage, and I was very lucky. Yeah. The doctor told me I have the arteries of a 25-year-old and to get my shit together and lose weight, so that's what I'm doing
2: okay all right so next is just kind of a little more on the personal side um what do you do for a living and you know just to see if that kind of um has any influence into the hobby
1: okay i uh i've been doing this for a living for the last 25 years basically a paid Mm -hmm. demo pilot and consultant um like i said i worked for miniature aircraft for probably six or seven years for robo helicopters for three years synergy i was there for three or four years and then uh Thunder Tiger as well, so it's been a been a great run, and I guess I've been a professional RC helicopter pilot for the last 25 years, or so
4: wow. one
1: of the few that were able to do it for a living and and right. uh, make a good living out of it, and so I've been very fortunate over the years that I did some smart things and paid my house off and put some money in the bank, and now I get to do what I want, you know, so a very yes. rewarding thing, and I can't, if any students are out there listening, I can't thank you enough, and the sponsors and the people that I work for. So Todd,
0: where is your school located?
1: It's in Los Angeles. I teach uh in a town called Moor Park. It's about forty five miles northwest of LA. Okay. And I teach seven days a week out of there. I'm always busy on the weekends and then people um usually, you know, will schedule time, you know, uh usually about eight months out of the year people shy away from the winter a little bit, but my local students keep me going and then um I do traveling schools as well. So I've started doing travel. I've done them with uh, early on with Jason Krauss when we first, when I first started, then Matt Botus has done a bunch with me. Nick Maxwell has done a few and lately it's been Jamie Robertson doing them with me. And, um, it's great. Cause I can put Jamie down at the end and he gets it and it's like, fly these guys until they're burned out to the best job you can. Let me know if you're running into problems. And, uh, Jamie does a great job and obviously everybody knows he can fly a helicopter. So oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's been a great thing. And it was cool listening to the story with him because he basically said that, uh, I did some training on real flight for Futaba, and um, Jamie started watching that and doing the maneuvers that I did on real flight. So he told me that years later, and I'm like, I need to get that in a quote and put it on the website because that's
4: pretty. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, it's always it's been fun watching these kids grow up and and go through the hobby and see where it's at today. It's yeah. not only been a career; it's been a real rewarding one. I mean, uh, seeing these you know kids like Jamie and I mean my best friends in the hobby really. Tim Jones, Jamie Robertson, and Kyle Stacy. I mean, I love hanging out with these guys, and I feel like I'm 25 again when I do it, and it's just a great time, and, uh, you know, it keeps you young. And, but watching where they've taken the flying is just amazing. I mean, you look at it and go, we thought what we were doing back in the day. Oh, it can't get much better. And then you see what guys yeah. Robertson and Dahl and Stacey and Maxwell do with a helicopter. It's like, wow, it's really impressive. So it's been a rewarding thing.
5: Nice. Huh, what do I do? I work in IT.
1: <laughs> nice,
5: <laughs> like pretty much everyone else in this hobby, it seems.
1: <laughs> well, I'm I'm with you there. <laughs> what do you do in IT? You're not one of those website guys you, you monitor. No,
5: with- I'm I'm more of an infrastructure guy. Is where I've been for the most of my years, uh, focusing on Microsoft.
1: Do they still have those guys in IT where they like watch where people like they're on a adult site or something that work? You get them, you get them in trouble. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now we have, we have, uh, you know, servers and bots that do that for us now.
5: Oh, yeah. No. These <laughs> days I've been doing more forensics and e-discovery work. Um, oh, I'll tell I'll you know. this, that iPhone and that Android phone are prepared to give you up to the law.
0: Oh, yeah. oh I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Why is the IT department usually like pharmacists where you go there and they're like, you better come back in like an hour, man, cause I can't fill this route right now. <laughs>
1: Exactly. I always
0: get that we're
2: so busy. We have to prioritize, and those, okay. you're not a priority. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you know, Steve, you're not going? supposed to say that. Those IT I just guys do my every phone in the toilet. Is that okay? Windows <laughs> you can't tell your friends that you know computers. Otherwise, you're going to be on there constantly.
5: <laughs> yeah, it was funny. One of my employers, um, they would give us cards that we could give to like friends and family and acquaintances. If they need a support on something, it's like, "Hey, here's a card for a free support call." Nice. That was uh, that was nice.
2: Nice. It's like being like a detective. You give out your card, and be like, "Ooh, <laughs> that's a yeah, pri- that's a priority." here. Awesome.
1: <laughs> you could always do toy helicopters for a living, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I should say dangerous toys, but they're yes. toys.
2: Dangerous, expensive toy helicopters.
1: That, that's always interesting. When you well, years ago, when I before my wife and I were married we had some issues and he we went back to South Carolina and I was doing my thing and you start dating girls and they're like, well, what do you do? And I'm like, well, I play, I'm like, fly helicopters. Can you take me for a ride in one? I'm like, well, not really. That's <laughs> that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and was like, well, you try these things and you have a box in your hands and she goes, oh, they're toys. And I'm like, well, they're not really toys either. And you try to worm your yeah, way.
2: Argue it, but no,
5: they are toys. Yeah. Doesn't well, sound like it worked out too well for you.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> they're not the <laughs> panty dropper we all hoped they'd be. No, yeah.
0: no, not at all. <laughs> they're the wallet dropper, though. I
5: don't know how it works for the kids that do
1: it for a living today. I think Jamie's doing it for a living. Maybe he's got it down. It is more of a panty dropper for him. So you he, know. he got something figured out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that he's probably just. That, just he's so totally he's a good, I told Sorry him he's though. a good-looking guy. If I was, you know, I mean, no homo involved. But I mean, <laughs> a pretty good-looking.
0: <laughs> if, you had the if you had the rainbow sticker, you guys were well, like buds together.
5: Todd, Todd does live in California, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, a, now,
2: I was gonna say, uh, you know, Jamie, he just says, "Don't look at the helicopter; just look at what my fingers can do." <laughs>
1: and then they're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he's an amazing talent. There's no doubt about that.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Eventually, Steve, have you had? Have you had Robertson on?
2: No, no, I want to. Uh, oh, you're
1: going to have to get him. Yeah. He's going to have to do it, so you just. I'll well, make that.
5: Happen. Let him know, nope. yeah. Well, yeah, you can, you can ask him about his uh, practice routine, how much he practices.
1: Yeah, it's, well, I'd love to
5: get that intake,
1: yeah. Anyway, who is up? Casey, I think? Yeah, I Casey.
3: All right, well, pretty much for work, I uh, work for my dad. We do haul pool water and do tow trucks. And then else, I also work on the farm here. That's the cool thing about working on the farm. I'm only a four wheeler ride away from the field. That way, nice. I can get over there and fly. Ooh. Only other thing I really do is I volunteer fire and rescue one or two nights That's a really week. Nice. So, nice. but none of my work's really connected to the hobby, except for working at the fields. Any kind of maintenance or anything we do.
1: And you put on a couple of great events throughout the year. So,
3: yeah. It takes a lot of work to try to get everything.
1: Well, pain in the ass, dude. I could imagine. You know? <laughs> yeah.
3: But, uh, start working on about six months ahead of time. We make it work out pretty good.
1: Yeah, they, I mean, it, I told Casey. I said, honest to God, it, I uh, ended up doing this for uh, you know so long. I had more fun at this event than I think I ever had in my life of, of traveling. You know, it's just it was an, a, a great event. So, and awesome. there was, yeah. there three, yeah. really, three really good ones. I like. I like. The Boston event that they used to have, they they need to bring back Casey's event, Spring Fling, and the Fall Mowdown, and then uh, up in Seattle, there's a great event too that they do, and it's fantastic. So, you know. awesome. And then there's Urcha, which I don't, you know, I've been to too many of them, and it's just too pub, you know, commercialized at this point, really. And so, uh, but the the you know, like someone mentioned that, you know, it was good to see Kyle, Stacy having fun, and th- these yeah. events are just yeah they're just a great time as opposed to you know urcha where these manufacturers put all the pressure on the kids to get up there and fly every five minutes it's it's uh so it's nice to have the events that are just so laid back i think ultimately you see better flying by instead of doing the announcements and all the bullshit that goes along with it just let the let the guys fly and have fun you
0: know mm-hmm. yeah absolutely
1: yeah stacy was putting in some good flights there along with robertson as well It's like wow i mean it, yeah it, they,
3: it was unbelievable to watch them
1: fly. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like Jamie, you just don't see him bobble. There's, it's like the helicopter's placed, and that's it. Game over. It's staying on that line until he changes it. And mm-hmm. I mean, I can tell you one thing: for you know, a guy that's been doing this for a while, you look at some of these kids like Stacy and Jamie flying, you're going, you know what? They're flying a god awful amount to pull that off because you're not flying, you're not doing three or four flights a week and flying like that. Period. I don't care what age you are. You know? <laughs> but
3: like, look at the flights that Kyle did. with the hurricane is right there on the deck, yeah,
1: dude. It's, yeah. And it's like,
3: it's oh, that like the that the blades was gonna have grass on them. How they were come across? It was
1: incredible. No, he yeah. he really was like ten inches up, maybe five inches up the whole the whole damn hurricane. And you know, I do one of those hurricanes, and it's like three feet, four feet, seven. A little up now, a little, a little, little bobble.
6: It's cool to see Kyle's flying change now. I don't know if it's maybe because he's having more fun. Yeah, you know, since he's got well, his he's own thing going. I mean, you could tell he was actually having fun. It wasn't a job. Yeah, Casey,
1: yes. Casey is always nice because we, Tim Jones and Kyle Stacy and uh, Jamie Robertson and myself, we use his trailer at the event, and we stay and camp out and just have stories and, and you know, and just have a great time, you know, so it's been yeah. a, uh, it's been fun to uh, do that for the last couple of years, just hang out with these kids, and like I said, it makes you, shit, it makes you feel like a kid again, you know, so.
0: Mm -hmm. it seems like everybody's flying was a lot looser having a lot more fun at this event oh
1: man it was just i mean i don't i think everybody i spoke to a lot of people there and they were uh just like i cannot believe how much fun this is it's my first time here and i'm like it it really is a great event so yeah for the guys out there listening you got to get to this one because it's a good one and all the guys are there available to you know to help or if you're having a and that's the other thing is you know i've always had the attitude and people out there you know the, the guys who are flying these things and buying their stuff it's like these guys are here to help you and you know if you have an line question or if you i guess you know uh jamie left the line that was news you know yeah so,
2: yeah i heard about that
1: so lost, yep. i would be pissed if i lost the world's best 3d pilot based on contest wins you know so but uh, nevertheless these guys are here to help you and if you're having a r- rough time like you know uh some of the guys in the class i mean their pitch curve was so screwed up that their flybarless system really couldn't fly the helicopter well at all. So, you know, you twist the pitch links in, and before you know it, you got a helicopter that is uh, actually flyable at this point and, and really a joy to fly. And you want that. I think with the hobby starting to slow down, um, it's important that you know we bring new people in, and and yes. everybody wants to, you know, to help these guys out. And and I don't think right now. I think with Curtis out of it. I think I'm the longest standing uh, guy who's been a professional radio controlled helicopter pilot. And really, I've always had the attitude I'll help anybody. And if these -hmm. companies weren't, you know, if they weren't, uh, didn't have customers, they're not going to be able to give stuff away or pay you to use it. So, you know, people take advantage of that because it's not just about watching some of these guys fly, you know, and get your helicopter working better and everything else. It goes a long way, you know, so.
2: Right. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. All right. Let's, uh, Let's see how everyone's week. Then, who wants to go
0: first? No, I go first. Sweet, go. Cool. Uh, I sent some stickers out. Yay! Sweet. I sent some more nice. stickers out. It was the second wave of stickers to uh to two guys and Fred and Australia, and it was wasn't really expensive. So they're on their way to uh Marcus. His name, Mark Ritchie, is in Australia. Mark yes. Ritchie, yeah. And it's cool, man. It's cool to chat with people from the other side of the planet. It's Really, yeah. Uh, Chat awesome. with him on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, and then you and I built the, uh, and I flew the, uh, FT Gremlin. We both nice built, uh, built the Gremlins. How was it or what is it? No,
6: how was it? How'd it go? Oh, yeah. It,
0: the build went pretty good, actually. Um, I wound up like tightening things up when I got back to my house and flashing the firmware was a little tricky, as, you know, Steve was, Steve was saying. This is why I can't stand multi rotors at one point because we were having problems, uh, yeah. flashing some firmware. But uh, so yeah, I, janky. Got it, I got it going and uh, yeah, because it's not like a, a it's not like it's written down, you know, step by step because the firmware changes like daily and the software yeah, changes. It's
2: not even that it's just like there's so many different softwares and so many different boards and you get to like ground out the boot pin and all this stuff and flash on connect all this stupid but, shit. Like, but
0: yeah, and, and it changes constantly. <laughs> yeah. Like it's always changing. Uh But yeah, yeah but we, got, we eventually got it. Mine uh, mine flew kind of good. If I went to give it any kind of like throttle, like bump the throttle, it would flip over for some reason. I don't know uh what that was all about. Maybe I'll uh I'll talk to one of the FT guys or I'll put in a request to uh talk to somebody in customer service. Yeah, you'll talk to Fred. And I'll Fred. talk to Fred. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably
2: where he is right now. No, it's kidding.
0: So, yeah, so um that was it for my week, man. Awesome. I guess I'll go go. Uh, so yeah,
2: we built the FT Gremlins. I've been flying the crap out of it the last couple of days. Oh, have you? you know, yeah, I've been nice. burning through like at least three or four battery packs, crashing it in both my neighbors. Um, not house, but on their property <laughs> oh, <laughs> to the geez. left and the right side of me because I've been, I've been just having fun with it. Um, so how much battery time are you getting? I set my timer for three minutes. I'm just oh. kind of, you know, whack at it like that. Just, I'm, I'm literally like just
0: acrobating the crap out of that thing. I didn't think I was getting even, like, two minutes for some reason. Oh, but I don't know. Oh. I have to check my batteries and stuff like that. Oh, I should check my batteries there. <laughs> so yours are 0%. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, they're, they're kind of ballooning, but I thought that was normal. <laughs> that means they're getting broken in. Yeah. So I did have problems flashing it. And, you know, like, uh, Fred reached out to me, and I was talking to him. And I was like, yeah, there's no bootloader bullshit and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, try rebooting and all this stuff. Fred, you know, went into customer service mode. <laughs> suggesting a whole bunch of stuff, and then and I, he was and I was like, "Well, did you have any problems?" He's like, "No, it's, I did it on my Mac, and I had to reboot it." And I was like, "Screw it! I got like five Mac laptops. Let me plug it in. Boom! Instantly done. No problems. No problems with bootloader or anything. It just it worked right off the bat, first try." I'm like, "Screw this PC shit." <laughs> But, yeah, so I'm waiting for the FPV camera to come in. Hopefully, that should be soon, and, and I can actually fly FPV. But right now, I'm flying in line of sight. Um, even our, our friend Rob flew it, crashed it into my garage
4: pretty hard. Nice.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, nothing broke. I mean, well, the little screws for the uh, the standoffs for the, the top mounting plate broke, whatever. They're, like, little nylon screws. They're nothing. Um,
0: yeah, I got to turn up the Yaw rate on mine a bit.
2: Yeah, I did 1.2 rates across the board and 30% expo across the board, and that seems to be a nice figure. Um, okay. Set up the flight modes though, and your yeah, issue, I know the issue with yours, I, I'm, i it's the, it's the position of the motors because one motor's higher, it's just it's gonna pull in a different manner, and the flight control is in a different level from it, so it's gonna read that that you know thrust in a different manner. So I think. But it's fl- it's flipping sideways, though. Oh, it's flipping sideways. Yeah, you have your motors in the right direction. <laughs> Layout yeah. right. Uh, yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Um, yeah, that's what I thought. What was mode
2: weird. are you flying in? Are you flying in acro or, you know, acrobatic or horizon mode or whatever it's called? Horizon. I,
0: I tried all three modes. Okay. Uh, but I've been flying in just yeah acro. Okay. All right, um,
2: you gotta bring it by. We'll we'll meet up, and I want, I'm curious to see what's going on with it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Besides that, big big news.
4: My big, synergy big and seven. News.
2: Yeah, That's my synergy seven. and seven arrived. Hell yeah! Nice. Two nights
6: built? because it's like built. one day from the box to the air. So I guess Matt built it for you. <laughs>
2: no, no, I did it myself. Two nights. One night to build the airframe. Second night to do all the electronics, and I I mean I didn't I didn't. I didn't like skip out on shit. Like I used wire loom over all the servo wires and stuff. Like I did the build, you know. I did it nice. I, I located everything. Everything was zip tied and everything was good. Nice. I went from a maiden. Robin Devin came over. We started the motor up in in the backyard and everything started right up. It was good. It purred. It was awesome. Went to the local park to just kind of do a quick hover with it and maybe run through a gas stick or two to uh breaking the motor and I was it wasn't holding head speed. Head speed, my you know, the reading on my V controls all over the place. Like thousand, two thousand, eighteen hundred, twelve hundred, eighteen hundred, two thousand, like just bouncing everywhere, oh, trying geez. to figure it out, thinking maybe my servo connection because I had to extend the servo lead um to the flybottle series. So maybe my my extension was crimped poorly or something, right? took that out of the picture soldered the wires directly you know went back out still not working what's going on devin this 15 year old kid man he's like oh um i mean your sensors configs one but why don't you try two you know we check gear ratios and everything making sure everything's good i was like yeah whatever why not fuck it sensor config two started the motor, I'm reading like 300, 400 RPM at idle I'm like, okay, you know put it up, motor on, motor start and it was just like 1600 just held perfectly I'm oh, like, nice. you gotta be kidding me <laughs> you know, boom, idle too, 1700, perfect Um, I didn't bother going to a 3 just because I'm breaking the motor and didn't want to rev it at 1900, but perfectly fine, I was flying it at 16, 1700 You know, like just hovering and very, like, very, very easy sport flying just to kind of not stress the motor. And I did like one flip on it and felt awesome. Cool. That heli is super light. I don't know how light the black nitro is, Chris. Yeah, it's, it feels light too. It definitely, dude, but this N7 feels like my black thunder without the battery packs. Thanks. Yeah, like. So, I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Um, I'm going to definitely get some more flights this weekend, but we'll talk about that later. Cool. So, Chris, what about you? My week, actually, I mean, it hasn't
6: been too. i I've been doing a little bit of flying. Um, you know, still working the Mikado, loving the low head speed, you know, 6S packs on that thing, man. It's so nice. fun.
2: I never got uh, a chance to try
6: that. It is really cool. I'm getting, I think, eight minutes flight time with it. Uh-huh. Um yeah, I think it's at like right at a thousand RPM, something like that. A little maybe eleven 1, hundred. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's really cool. It's quiet. You can't even. I mean, yeah, the helicopter's quiet already. Yeah. You mm-hmm. put that at a thousand RPMs with that gear cover on there, you don't even hear it. <laughs> it's like just complete silence. It um. That, so that's flying. That's about all I've done. I um, I did buy a new helicopter. I don't know if y'all have seen yet or heard on the hangout. Um We'll yeah. go ahead and talk about it a little bit, but um, Jamie Polson with the blackout gasser um, posted up that, um, he needed some money quick and, um, needed, you know, basically just needed to get rid of something and posted his gas up for sale. And I, you know, I'm thinking, well, you know, I can help him out a little bit. We came up with a deal and we worked the deal out it was good for both of us. And, um, and I kind of told him, I said, you know, if we work the deal, if I do buy it and when he's ready for it back, he'll buy it back. Um, okay. So basically, I was just going to rent the helicopter from him for a little while, and huh. he decided to do the worst thing you could ever do when you sell a helicopter. Can you he goes, "Guess what it is? Fly after it." After you shake after fly you shake it. that person's hand, yeah. What do you, what What should you never do? Fly it. You should box that shit up and fly it. it
4: out.
6: <laughs> so he flies it doing a last minute video. I guess he was going to do a video saying, you know, here's my helicopter, or you know, uh-huh. first one in the U.S. and I'm I'm selling it, or you know, how to get rid of it, or. Yeah, yeah, and I think he lost his battery connection and it it tanked on oh, the ground. No. Oh. Um, it doesn't. It's not too bad. You know, of course the blades and the tail boom ripped off, and good thing is the motor's fine. The, you know, I think the uh, main grips or something got a little bent up. So anyway, so he's doing the right. you know, He's he's making it good. He kind of told me, you know, we'll you know, I'll make it right, or you know, give your money back, or we'll figure it out. But mm-hmm. you know, we're just gonna get the parts. We're gonna fix it. Um, all the conversion parts are totally fine. So okay, uh, good. So he said, I'll oh, have in about a week and we'll, um, we'll go ahead and get this gasser shipped out and built and I'll have two gassers. So check, you know, nice. hopefully this has got the 300 in it. My goblin's got the 270. So that's basically mm-hmm. the only reason I really wanted to try it was because of the 300. And, nice. uh, so that's really it. That's, um, oh, and I've got the new scorpion tribunus 200s going in both of my 700s. So, um, nice. Well, I'm not sure. Well, I say it's definitely going to my Black Thunder. Um, Mm -hmm. just got the program done yesterday, and I saw Scorpion released a new update already as of today. So I got to plug it back in and reprogram it. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a new update. I guess they're up to like 49 on that Tribuna. So there's good thing is they're working every little kink out of that thing, man, and making it better. I'm still scared to put it on my logo. I don't know if y'all have heard there's been some issues with some fires going on with this, with the Scorpion and the logo not jiving. Um, really? I've heard of two. I don't know. It's only from one pilot I heard. George is just saying, from Scorpion is saying, spray the belt with that new anti-static spray on the logo oh. and take the boom wire off, the, the static wire that goes yeah, through yeah, the, that that goes logo. To the motor. Yeah, they're saying it's just putting, the belt's creating static, it's shooting it through the motor mount, through shooting it through the motor, putting it into the ESC, and the ESC is exploding out the front, so… And I haven't heard anything with the hobby wing doing that. So my balance is: I have a brand new scorpion getting ready to go on it, or do I keep the hobby wing? So keep the um, hobby
2: wing and sell me the scorpion. Yeah, I can do that.
6: <laughs> it doesn't work yet. <laughs> Anyways, so we're definitely doing the, the scorpion on the on the Black Thunder T. Okay, and, uh, that's really it. That's and it. that's, that's kind of weird. Like, sure.
2: there's no issue with the the Black Thunders or just goblins in general static because you know they're running a full belted transmission, basically.
6: That's, if that's what I thought. I think the goblins would be worse with two belts. Right. But apparently it's belt and plastic together. I think that's what I heard some guys talking about. I don't know if that's true or not, but they were looking about how the belt rides behind the plastic and the belt and the motor rides right on the edge of the plastic frame. Oh. Something about plastic
2: and static doesn't mix. So the the rubber the belt and metal is okay. I, on I'm top assuming so. I don't
6: know. I <laughs> said I wish I tried yeah. I asked about four different people and everybody had a different opinion. So basically I'm just doing what Georgia said is you know, spray the belt every six months. So I went on Amazon, ordered a can of it up, and okay. I'm going to spray it every time I fly just to make sure because I don't want to sure. see this thing go up in flames. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this was the Samsung motor? Or <laughs> what, what did you say it was? I think it's did you the
2: Galaxy. They call it the Note 7?
6: Yeah. The 7? <laughs> the <seven>? uh, <laughs> this Note 7 ESC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Nice.
6: Yeah, um, I don't think it's an ESC issue at all. I think it's yeah. just a, a combination, and it could be one guy's setup again. You know, it's, it would um, be
2: just a perfect storm for that one.
6: Exactly. And this guy that's doing it is, you know, a lot harder flyer than I am. So, you know, I don't
2: yeah, know. Jury's still out. Maybe you artist. guys can,
6: maybe you can help me make a decision. I don't know. We'll see.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. That's it for me. Sweet. Uh, Kevin and I drove out to, to CP Heli Throwdown. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we met up with, it, it, it kind of sucked. It got rained out. Um, the CD ended up canceling it. But. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing I, like, it was like 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning I'm, I'm like I'm feeding Hunter and you know I'm like why the hell is Ryber trying to FaceTime me at this time of day I'm, Like, what the fuck why is he trying to you know I'm like ah, I'll just call him back after I'm done you know or I'll text him after I'm done you know so I, you know it goes and then he tries to FaceTime me again I'm like what the fuck <laughs> and then he calls me and I'm like okay let me pick it up alright what's going on he's like dude why, why you dodging my FaceTime? <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm feeding my, my son, like, you know, um, I'm like in bed. <laughs> he's like, oh, and then, you know, whatever, I walk out to the, the living room area and he FaceTimes me again. And like, he's like, yo, what's going on? And I was like, none much, what's up? He's, and then I see Dennis right next to him and I was like, dude, are you a fucking PA? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, man. I wanted to surprise you guys and blah blah blah. And I was like, oh shit! And you know, because it got rained out, we weren't planning on going. Yeah. Um, but we did. We ended up like, shit. All right, you came down. Let's let's meet up for like breakfast, brunch, whatever, or you know, just to chat. You know. So,
0: uh, Kevin, you and
2: I drove out there.
0: It was it was pretty quick, right? About an hour. Yeah, it was funny because I was working on something at that time. And I sent you a text about it.
2: Yeah, yeah. You're like, how do I get this mini V-bar something, something or another?
0: Yeah, yeah. Mini V-bar I was working on. And and so then the phone rings. And I figure, oh, he's going to call me and, and help me out with, with it over the phone. And I'm like, oh, I got to figure it out. And you're like, I'm not calling you about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Briber's out in, out in Pennsylvania. And I'm like, what?
2: Yeah. And we're like, we got to go meet him.
0: <laughs> so I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. So we jumped into the jeep and went out there man and uh met up with them at a diner like the guys that hung out the guys that drove out yeah so that was that was really cool
2: yeah it was definitely nice um nice to we see but well, i got yes. to finally meet dennis
0: mm-hmm. yeah and kyle was out there kyle schneider we met him at the at the uh, spring swing. yeah and then i got to apologize to bob
2: yeah, you're calling him Josh or something. I was calling him
0: Josh because from where I was sitting, he said Bob. What? Did, what was it? What's his name? Heister. Heis- yeah, Bob Heister. From where I was sitting, it sounded like Josh Easter. So I'm like, all right. And uh, but it was it was dude, it was awesome to see Rybert, man. Yeah, yeah. In was, the flesh. It was, yep. It's been a <laughs> while, you know. It's been since last September,
2: right? It was the last time yeah. we saw him. So. It's definitely been a while, and we talk every day, so it kind of sucks that we only see him every, you know, every six months, seven months or so.
0: Yeah, and his buddy uh, Tyler and Greg came out? I think it was Greg. Tyler and Craig. Craig? Craig with a K.
2: K-R-E. Oh, uh, right, right. Craig Mills and Tyler Mills.
0: Yeah. So that was
2: out school. Eden Bryce came out from Seaview. He was out there. Um, yeah, and
0: there was a couple other guys at the end of the table. Um, Mike Sobey. Mike with- Sobey. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um... And the guy that won the oh well, that was that was Bob. That was Bob. He won. won the it's crazy because he won the 420
2: and then he won a Gowie X5. Yeah. So that awesome. was pretty cool. That was awesome. Um, Eric Breidenbach was out there too. You yeah, know, good to see him.
0: Oh yeah, Eric. Yep. Oh yeah. So it was yeah. pretty cool. It was awesome. Yeah, it was good. We went out there, we hung out at the diner for like a couple hours, just yeah. shooting the shit with everybody and and telling stories and stuff. And it was it was mm-hmm. cool, man. Yes. I'm yep. I'm glad. I'm glad the rain didn't like, you know. Stop us from doing something like that. It was cool.
2: Yeah, it stopped us from, from flying, but didn't stop the camaraderie. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. So that was awesome. Um, you know, Ryber's playing with a little spinner, fidget spinner into your coffee. That was fun, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Eaton's daughter's fidget spinner. Oh, it wasn't even his? <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> That's funny.
0: He felt bad because he dunked it in my
4: coffee.
0: <laughs> cool. So
2: uh, hopefully that fun fly gets rescheduled. And figure it out. I heard that field was nice because Rob and Best Pilot and Devin went out there on Friday and it's like a huge, huge field. Um like basically you have like acres all around you. So
4: nice. um,
2: you know, you know, you have like unlimited flight space. As far as Kevin can see and
0: scream for help. No, I could just let it I could auto it down then and I won't have to worry about crashing into trees. And then and I'll, be the, and I'll be the kid next to him saying,
2: are you going to go cushion. get that?
0: <laughs> and I'll be like, hell yeah, I'm going to get it.
2: <laughs> like, damn, I can't see it. How far out is it? <laughs> I'm going. Cool. Um, all right, so let's go right to our main topic then, the spring fling. So, so Rob and Casey, you guys are the ones that you know organize this event, right?
3: Yeah, it was <laughs> uh, both of us and then Joe Reyes.
2: And Joe, yes.
3: Yep. Yeah. Three of
0: us put it all together. Awesome. We should have gotten Joe on the show, too. That would have been nice.
1: Yeah,
0: um, yeah we met Joe towards the end, mm-hmm. uh, I think on Sunday. Yes. Uh, real nice guy. We were chatting with him for a little bit. Yeah,
1: Joe's an interesting cat. He's a good
0: guy.
1: <laughs> He's <a> good guy. <laughs> he, he awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's always fun hanging with Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: And and that's one thing I, I noticed about this event is that, you know, the folks that I met, like, Bert, uh, Bert Cameron and, and, um, and Matt and Amy, like, we sat there probably talking to them, you know, just shooting the shit like for 30, 40 minutes easily. And it wasn't ever like, you know, that they were kind of rushing or anything. It was, it was awesome that they actually took the time to just kind of hang out and talk and, and talk talk the hobby, you know, which is great. Yeah. Yeah,
5: yeah. it is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Uh, I know Casey and I have talked about it at the end because we usually get pressure to get on the mic and start announcing pilots and everything. And I'm like – you know, the pros, everyone knows who these guys are. They get up there and fly, they know it. They, they don't need announcers and no, you're, you're all that.
1: In, you know, I over the years, back in my heyday, I hated that shit when they went, you know, and made a big deal out of it. I mean, my first trip to Brazil, I, I, I look back on that, and it was like, okay, I get over there, I fly, and then literally, it was like, they sat me down at a table and uh, said, you know, you got to sit here for a little bit, and would you sign autographs? And there was like, a line like a half a mile long and I felt like the biggest, you know, D bag on the planet, so to speak. It's like, I'm a toy helicopter pilot. Let's leave it at that, you know, but (laughs) look back on that stuff and it's like, wow. You know, but yeah, that's why I said, I always hated the announcement. I think these kids are the same way. They just want to go up and fly. And ultimately the guys running the event, these guys have really nailed that down to have a casual environment and, and let the kids fly when they want to. And it's like, wow, you, you saw some amazing flights by doing that. Yeah,
4: yeah
3: that's the biggest thing we strive for we want to make sure it's not kind of run like a commercial event even though it is a fundraiser for the club but we want to make sure it's all relaxed that way when people come out like bert and all them they don't have to work they can sit back relax and have a good time and enjoy it
1: well it really is like the opposite of urcha not to bag on their event they do a big big thing and it's the the you know i think it's great for the people to go there as a spectator, but the pilot, I mean, I've known all the, all the guys who do this for a living and they really basically, uh, don't like the whole commercial side of it. They just want to go and relax and have fun. I'm glad that it's only one event where you have to go do that out of the years as, as opposed to doing it at every event. But there's a few like Boston was that way. It was super successful. Seattle's always been a successful event. I think you have better success by just letting the pilots do what they want to do and fly when they want. Cause you know, everybody put in plenty of flights, you know?
5: Yeah, I saw, like, Justin Cook and Chris Diamante fly a ton. Oh, yeah. yeah
1: Justin Cook yeah. was a lot. He looked like he improved quite a bit from when I went to the XFC, so hats off to him. And I know SAB needs a new new guy. I think uh, Kyle, since Kyle left, so maybe he'll step into that role. Who knows? So what goes into
2: uh, hosting this type of event? Like, I guess let's start from the the first phase of planning, right? Um,
3: well, the... <laughs> First thing <laughs> is for me to go to the club meetings and try to get the date and a yes. budget figured out.
5: Date and because budget, yeah. Date and budget.
3: Yeah. Like, I was, between three dollars and $4,000 I had on a deal where I was spending it to get everything rolling. Okay. Because by the time you get raffle prizes, I think I got my budget set probably about October, so I started pushing it all from then, because I, I had this crazy brainstorm of an idea of making it a 10-day event.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that.
1: <laughs> okay, I think so. next year, Casey, I'd do a seven-day event, dude.
3: That's what I'm planning on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, cause some of the club members that was helping with registration and stuff, I, we kind of burn them out pretty good. So I think we're going to start it on like a Monday and run it through Sunday.
1: Dude, I'll tell you what, you had a shit, you had a shit ton of people there. It was nice to see that on yeah. Saturday. A lot of folks it, helping
3: him. it was awesome. We we got a couple of dedicated members that help out and everything in the
1: club, we, especially like Sal and my dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, shout out to Sal. Dude, who, who doesn't like Sal's <laughs> breakfast, man? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> that was awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's the thing. is like everybody at the event is cool and down to earth. And, you know, you wake up and you walk outside and they're like, breakfast is served, you know, and everybody's so friendly. It's like, what a great, great time, you know. I'll shut my mouth and let these guys explain it, but uh, <laughs> it, sure, it sure is worth attending. Yes.
5: Yeah. So yeah, you know, like Casey said, usually getting a budget and figuring out how that money is going to be broken down and getting people around. Because um, you know, you you want to you want to for people visiting, you know, like you saw a pilot's raffle and a and a raffle raffle. Mm-hmm. you know you want to see some guys pilots there to pay landing fee you know walk away with something you know great flying got get, got got something for free and have a good time and you know if if they want to take the opportunity they can sit down and or or snatch up some of the best guys in the world and say hey uh, love seeing them flying and and talk with them a bit or even ask them a question I um,
1: yeah you really had them there stacy won he won the one competition several times and robertson is like i don't know seven or eight Whatever the how many contest wins all over that he's got, you know, it's like, man, what? A, lots of flying talent at this event. There's no, there's no shortage of that.
0: Yeah, right.
5: After after the sanction, it's it's start making noise, and that's been something interesting. I, I know Casey and I have been working through that one because Casey doesn't travel much away from his house um with the with the family business and all. So I get stuck working. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, through talking and networking and all, you just start talking to people and you start telling your friends and, and you know, whether it's Facebook or or Run Rider or uh, Heli Freak or RC Heli Hangout. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. And the uh, yep.
3: other biggest thing is what I try to do is just ha- get a, get people out there, show them how good a time it is. That way they'll know about next year and come on back. Yeah.
5: yeah. yeah you'll. Some people have definitely heard me as I walk the field. um, <laughs> Watching a lot of the safety parts of it is. I'll ask people, "Hey, how did you hear about the event?" And um, I'm still surprised this day when I run into it, I'm like, "Oh, I heard from about for a friend. First time I've ever been here. Didn't know you guys exist. I've been flying for ten years." I'm like, "How wow. did you? What? Where you been?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you um, guys, you guys really nailed this one. I mean, it's it is a I can't stress it enough. And I think even because I, you know, I have we have a group text going on kyle stacy and jamie and tim and myself and really even five months out they're just counting down you know you got the best guys in the world counting down the uh time okay five more months and we get to hang out again and it's like i've never seen anybody be so excited for this uh you know the, the top guys be excited for an event other than this one really
2: that's awesome
1: so yeah they, they they hit it you know just just the you know the whole mood of the event is perfect you know?
3: yeah, yeah. Well, another way I always try to promote it and stuff is we got the Heli Spring Fling Facebook page, and I try to yeah. keep everything up to date on there.
4: Yeah.
5: Definitely.
2: Definitely. And all the pictures you post, you know, post-event, just to kind of get gain interest and traction for the next one. You know, it's great.
4: Cool.
5: Yeah, it's always interesting about, like, videos afterwards. Um, you know, Bob Heaster has always been doing some great videos of the event. Oh, yeah. And every year he puts one out, and I always love seeing them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too bad he didn't get to see his uh, 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 Aaron this year. But, yeah, the videos and then just pictures going up. And, and luckily, uh, one of our club members, uh, Mark, he did a great job with with the camera work this year and getting pictures up and on time. That was that was yeah. really nice. That was yeah, really been, nice. Pretty you know, good video
6: p- just showed up today on YouTube. Say again, Chris? Said, there's a pretty good video just showed up today on YouTube. I guess Joe Reyes was started at the beginning of it. I don't know who put it out. but
5: Yep, that's Heesters. Oh, that's it is Yep.
1: And I made it, so I'm that
5: actually Facebook famous Live now. Facebook Live stuff is pretty cool. <laughs> guys, Monty.
2: Yeah, I wanted to Jeez. say that Facebook Live is yeah, another, another big.
1: And then what we should do, what you guys should do, consider doing is uh, do the podcast from the event
0: next year.
3: Yeah, that would be cool. I had the brainstorm of tr- was trying to see yeah do that.
0: Definitely, we. Uh, you want I ran around to- with a little recorder. Uh, for about three minutes. Yeah, uh, I would uh, love to I, do live. I, oh, I was gonna go around and yeah, just talk to people.
1: No, if you could do it. I don't know if you could do it from the event, but it'd be fun to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Do
1: one live. The, yeah, we uh, could
2: do one live and then either record it or stream it live too. If
1: no, you know, stream if it if live. It, and then Do internet uh,
2: connection you know, good enough?
1: <laughs> you get. Uh, you get. You get. You interview all these guys. R the RCHN guys did that with yes. me several times and. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, you get, shit, we'll get Robertson to interview him and, and Stacy and all these guys and just have, uh, you know, it'd be fun to do that. And then get, you know, it's kind of like a prelude into the night flying, you know?
5: Yeah, The uh, I did see I did see your three minutes. Uh, uh, I did see your three minutes. I was listening to the outtake on the podcast uh, last week. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Got to hear about the pink chair. I'm still wondering what the hell that was <laughs> yes. all about.
6: Oh, that pink chair still haunts me. <laughs>
5: yeah, is it still there?
6: It's <laughs> probably still there.
0: It's probably still there. Monty, I'll you call you and explain it. it to you. You'll understand. They're going to be cutting the grass around it. No one's claimed it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I've, I've
5: put things out there for Roy before, and he's run right over them and scared the hell out of himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but, no, I've, I've had some other ideas, and Casey and I were talking about them. It's just there's so much moving around that it's it's hard to implement some of the ideas. A lot of guys will come to me like, hey, let's do contests. Like, man, it's like herding cats out here.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, let yeah,
3: it be. I had that I didn't do this year. I wanted to do a live feed and maybe ask the pros a couple of questions and maybe get some stuff that people wanted to answer, but uh, it didn't kind of pan out.
2: Hey, next year if you want, we can do that. You know, we can yeah, come out guys, there and we do, can kind of do the the hosting for the questionnaire stuff and yeah, we'll, kind of
1: help both.
3: We'll over. just call it a. We'll do a half hour bonfire session.
1: Yeah, there Casey, Casey, you want these kids? I mean we can get them we can round them up and do uh interviews we're talking about? about
3: we got the fall of it we don't have to worry mm-hmm. about next year
1: that's we got
5: fall i want what, what is that september 30th september 31st and october 1st is fall hilly hey. mowdown. down Yeah, it's perfect that's a good one too
3: that one's usually a little bit more laid back the spring fling usually it's a, over 100 this year we had 123 that one we average about 60 to 65 pilots so it's a little bit smaller and laid back, but we got usually some awesome people there.
1: Well, maybe just promote it a little harder if you want to grow it, because it's just going to get better and better. You know, from here, I you think know, people come there and have a great time, and that's so. Because a lot of these events are run by, they're just you know, you get this crap going on where it's too strict or whatever. So I think it's the right blend of everything. You know, yeah,
6: that's the one thing I think is going to make that your show explode mm-hmm. here. Um, yeah, I've been doing it for about five years now, and like I said, it's been my favorite show by far. You know, the whole from second you get there to second you leave, it was just like you said, super relaxed and fun. And like you said, there's no one yelling at you. There's no one. No.
1: If you can't have a good time at this event, you, you, yeah, exactly. There's <laughs> it's craziness the going event. on.
6: There's, <laughs> you know, there's you know, there's yeah, you can tell the sponsors aren't yelling at anybody. Like you said, to go fly, there. You know, the the pilots that are sponsored can lay back and relax and have a good time. Right. And it's, wow. like you said, it's it's going to eventually, I mean, it has to end up being probably one of the biggest shows once people hear about it, once a yeah. lot more people yeah. hear about it. You know, that's kind of my goal coming up this year is to really spread the word on that show a lot.
1: I mean, I think if yeah. this was back in the, the, the hype of it all, I think, uh, you know, back in 06, 07, 08, 09, those, that time frame, I think it would be a three to 400 pilot event, you know?
4: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow.
5: Yeah, it's 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 always interesting to look at the pilot signups afterwards and see the uh, the states they come from. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the guys I've, I've talked to and uh, Todd probably knows Daryl Sprayberry, guy who does scale yeah. stuff. Um, he's always talked about like a 500-mile radius. So it's interesting to see the guys, and they, they come that 500-mile radius. Um, I know we get a lot of guys from like uh, North Carolina and, and Virginia and Maryland, Then you start seeing Jersey and New York coming down. Uh, one okay. state I know we haven't seen quite many people from is West Virginia. I know there's pilots out there, so I'm hoping to see
0: some more but folks from West that, Virginia make it over.
1: Isn't that the place where they film that movie, uh, Wrong Turn or whatever? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wrong turn one through five. Yeah,
1: they, <laughs> I've always wondered if that stuff was kind of true, you know. But
0: <sighs> I have
5: to drive through West Virginia every time I go to Muncie. It's, uh, well, I mean, they've got they've got a place called Nitro. I mean, how can the state be that bad, Todd? Oh, you're right. You're, <laughs> I'm gonna
1: move. I think I'm moving eventually from out of out of California.
0: Our- <laughs> Those films could have been f- filmed in Jersey. Yeah, easy. God, yeah, there's people in Jersey like that for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: they're really, they're really neighbors. Could you imagine?
0: Yeah, my neighbors.
1: I don't think that would work very well if they had like the Jersey or the New York accent, like the the, the uh, main,
0: Yeah, that's the, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you the mongoloid
1: dudes with New York accent doesn't work. I think the hill <laughs> works the best. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>. Oh boy. <laughs>
2: yeah. So how do you attract so many professional pilots?
3: Well, it's just pretty much everybody starts to know the event and start moving on. We just build up on the show, and this is the eighth year of it, so I mean everybody's starting to know us and how we run it.
5: yeah, yeah, definitely. Casey Casey runs a good point. we've you know it is the eighth year, and as we've talked it through, it's like, hey, well, this guy knows this guy, and um there's been some guys who are really big help to us early on in helping and helping get other guys aware to come out, um, mm-hmm. you know like uh, uh, art Hughes man he he was awesome, Jason Pinker, those two guys really helped a couple years ago.
3: And then yeah. Joe Reyes,
5: he Joe, he
3: yeah. Everybody, but he—it's unbelievable amount of help he helps us with.
5: Yep, yeah. kind of like kind of like uh, finding a job. It's not what you know; it's who you know.
4: Sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> get the word out right. Yep. Nice.
2: Uh, what's one of your favorite moments at Spring Fling this year?
1: My favorite moment is the whole thing. I mean, if you can't—I mean, really—to wrap this up uh, mm-hmm. it's the best event I've ever been to. I mean, and I've done a lot of them. So it, uh, um, yeah. I would go back there and do it again in a heartbeat. So anybody going, uh, that doesn't go that's into flying helicopters. You got to attend this thing. It's a fun time. And, um, I can't say enough good things about it. You know, awesome.
0: Definitely. So, um, you would be the man to know. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I think, uh, you know, the big thing is, um, with these guys is they got it down. The, the whole mood of the event is, is great. The chemistry between everybody is perfect and there's no real, you know, no one's a pain in the ass and everybody's friendly. So it's, uh, just go have a good time. And, and, uh, I mean, my God, this is, these guys do a great job on the whole thing. And I tell them that every year, it's like, I can't thank you enough for bringing me out and doing the stuff you do because Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of people. There's not a lot of cool events anymore. You know, it's like, yeah, people go through the motions, but these guys really want to make it good, and I, 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 I support that big time.
5: Yeah. awesome. Case you go for it.
3: I'll go. Hopefully, you
5: were gonna go first. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. Um, you know, probably my favorite was uh, Thursday evening. Thursday evening, I'd I'd had a really nice day. Uh, the sun was out. Todd was finishing up with a lot of the students. And uh, it was just a nice day. I sat there in the grass. Uh, you'll actually see a, a picture of uh, a table out on the field and some heli sitting around. That was just a really nice day. Um, just sitting there, and, and, and the event was kind of going. And uh, it was just a nice time to sit back and kind of relax before uh, before the real storm of you know Friday and Saturday comes through.
2: Right. <laughs> the calm before the storm.
5: Nice. Yeah. So Thursday was a real treat for me. Oh. So,
3: well, I'll break mine up. It, I had a real good time sitting around the bonfire and just listening to some of the stories that Todd and everybody else has. Everything it, It's awesome just to sit back and then take a couple of them for rides on the side-by-side around the farm.
4: Mm, but nice.
3: That there was awesome. And then there was about probably three real good flights that I really enjoyed watching that I think was awesome. There was them, the flights that Kyle Stacy did with them hurricanes right there on the deck. It was incredible, and then you had
4: that, uh,
3: the tandem with Bert. Yes,
4: Matt,
0: yes.
3: That was unbelievable. That that was an awesome flight. And then the autos at the end, he, he did that one hard auto. Everybody thought he was done, and he picked back up and kept getting
5: it. Yep. And then you yeah, had the, the, the main out. blades folded a bit. He spooled it up gently and took off. Uh-huh. <laughs> his,
6: his tail fin was actually stuck in the ground after he took off. It was standing yeah. up. Perp, just literally stuck there. It was funny at the end,
3: (laughs) but and then the other flight, then the one that had uh, you had Jamie and you had Ben together as a duel that was awesome. Just watching them two fly together, nice, yeah, that that was enjoyable, time, But truthfully, when you actually get the chance to just sit back in the chair around the bonfire and hang with these guys, it's it's awesome, it's just relaxing,
2: nice, so. Ten days, huh? Uh, what made you decide <laughs> for this year to be uh, two weekends?
3: Well, this was all my idea, of ball game here. Uh-huh. Uh, Joe and All is a big airplane event, and they kind of do it almost like that. Yes. But I had some guys the previous year talking about, hey, we'll come up in camp, or they had RVs, and I was like, well, kind of sucks for them to drive an RV up here just for Friday and Saturday and go home. So I was like. Well, we'll do it both weekends in case somebody's working work, a shift work or something. They can't get off one weekend, but they can the other. Right. I was like, well, we then we might as well connect the dots. So then I was <laughs> like, well, we'll do it 10 full days. But it kind of wore down on a lot of us and everything during the week at all. But I think we're going to try to stick it to seven days
5: next year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think when we originally heard it was 10 days, our reaction was, what? Yeah, like, hot <laughs> oh, it,
5: it was awesome. I, I, think, I think it was somewhere along the lines of, I don't think I have enough helis to crash.
6: Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. that's what Steve said. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, who, if you start off on Saturday, you leave by Wednesday, because <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah.
6: odds are against you. <laughs> yeah,
3: it, it actually turned out good. The first weekend, we had unbelievable. It was awesome weather. We had quite a few people I'm not sure exactly how many was there, with pre-register, but we believe we had about 40 people out there. Nice. As the time went on, it was kind of a little bit dead Monday and Tuesday, but Wednesday it started filling up all the way until uh, next Saturday. And Saturday we ended up with 123 pilots, registered pilots.
5: Yeah, you guys should be surprised. There were nice. still people signing up on Saturday.
0: Yeah. We, yeah. Well, that's when we two. showed up Saturday. <laughs>
2: yeah. We showed up Saturday morning.
0: We were like, "Oh, we hit sir. <laughs> we left four o'clock in the morning. Got down there about nine, quarter after nine.
5: Yeah, I've I've pulled that trip. Registered. I've pulled that trip to come up there and fly to SRW uh, Sea View. Yeah. Ugh, that's you a know. hell of a trip. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it
2: really wasn't that bad. I mean, Kevin and I um, shared a <laughs> driving. It was, you know. Uh, was, yeah. We got and we made pretty good time. I think you know we we're cruising. You know, at the speed limit most of the time? Or?
5: Yeah, it's about five hours. I know um, <laughs> Casey and I earlier this year went up there for the uh, AMA Expo East. Oh, and yeah, we, right. Yeah, that's what yeah, yeah, we split okay. the driving. Um, the last trip I did to SRW I was by myself.
2: <laughs> yeah. By yourself? That's got to be a little rough. Um,
5: yeah. That was delirious by New Jersey.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: you know, it's one thing... It was quite surprising is um, I've been a couple events, and you see crashes here and there, but I saw quite a bit of crashing, you know, and, and some good stuff. Uh, I think so I, I might have wrote that one in there. Yeah, so there's uh, – explain the crash that happened at the uh, night flight. You get Matt, yeah, Matt
3: Botus on the mic.
5: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he talked 4-in before – he talked 4-in on Thursday Wait, night. That was Thursday. Four, yeah, yeah. Really? That was Thursday. God damn. It was cool I'll tell you that. <laughs> <It> was brutal. <laughs> oh, boy. So, what, which him what him was it? What then? Then? Uh, was plowing them in? So, I know, like, Christy Amante was out there.
3: Yeah. He got his whole
5: flight done, and, and Matt's like, you can't end that without an auto. He's like, get back up there and do an auto. And uh, Chris did his auto and, like, tried to slide it on the field. and yeah, his kids were not going to have any sliding, so that thing dug.
2: Uh, <laughs> he, he's not as skilled as our Chris Nutt huh yeah Chris um, Nutt was sliding him all night long
5: <laughs> with his gather, <laughs> man. Raja, I, I,
3: that night started with Raja trying to slide his bird and
5: flipping it over no he was walking his heli and he tipped he it was up too far it. yeah yeah, he put a hell of a mark on the field with his blades he could walk out there like looks like someone had some fun
0: <laughs> <laughs> jeez <nice.
5: laughs> Um. Yep. There was Raja. That one was early. And then there was Chris. Who else did get talked into the ground? He talked four in on that mic in like one have, in like thirty minutes. Of them, right? Nope. I was not talked into the ground. I was. That was me.
6: <laughs> that was all you. <laughs> that was me. You were live too on the hangout. <laughs>
5: oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh.
3: Yeah. Got the to rewatch and
5: show people the next morning. Man, yeah, I wasn't even. That was. Even, oh, that was that was up there with, with, with the Wednesday night. Come on the field Thursday morning, like So uh, I heard you had some visitors. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Casey, you can tell the story on that one. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember Chris was one of the guys that got talked in. Myself, I wasn't talked in. I was running a routine. i practicing. I was just running it too low. So, um, yeah, it was a full positive collective with um, back elevator from inverted and put the, put the bird right to the ground. Oh, I had to, I had to look at the video afterwards and I was like, okay, I see where I was at in my routine. Cause I, I smashed the ground and I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> um, I never understood it years ago. Guys are like, so what are you thinking about when you're putting on that awesome flight? The guy's like, I'm not, I never understood it until, probably in the last like two years and now i realize like yeah i'm not thinking about a lot i'm running a routine and i ran it right into the ground
6: i felt bad <laughs> right after i went up the afterwards i'm like so what it literally looked like something broke on the helicopter i mean that's nope. what i thought you know watching you fly for years and you know walked up i think we we're still alive and i said you know what what broke and you're like pretty much the whole helicopter <laughs> i said no i mean before it hit the ground you're like just my brain yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I horrible.
5: yeah i wish i wish i could sum it up as too low but um yeah or not too low but but it, it wasn't a dumb thumb i i controlled it, it, it i did my routine right to the ground
4: yeah <laughs> it was a
5: yeah.
2: controlled patch
5: <laughs> <laughs> no uh surprisingly it was interesting what made it out and it was surprising some little things that didn't um Some of the frame, uh, the the aluminum uh, braces that go between the frame sides, a few of those got tweaked, so I pulled those out. The boom got tweaked, but it didn't get bent. That torque tube got tweaked. Um, My tail gears got shredded. My transmission was fine. Main gear was fine. Auto-rotation gear was fine. Blade grip arm. One blade grip arm got taken out. Feathering spindle main shaft. So canopy. And the front canopy mounting posts, the carbon fiber. Yep, that's all I got taken out. But uh, um, well, th- the, uh, uh, on the synergy stuff, it did awesome. the The hurtful part was rotor blades, canopy, and battery. Took out a battery. That was uh, that was uh not a good one. Ouch. Yeah, that was a. Uh... But buying new batteries. Uh, working with a friend on two identically painted canopies, custom painted. Um for a decent price, so hopefully I have those before Nats and um gonna get some batteries and uh get these things in the air.
2: Cool. All right. So is there anything you're gonna do differently next year? Um I know you mentioned that you're gonna make it seven days. Um but besides that, or uh, you know, is there any new things that you got underneath your hat that you're
5: gonna announce so you can Well, well it'd
3: be awesome to try to do a podcast or a question and answer.
5: Oh, like we can definitely do that. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Casey and I were talking about doing like a a nightly, uh, you know, a nightly uh, summary like, you know, hey, how's it been? Um, The tough part is guys run off for dinner and then the night flying really gets into gear and and things are moving again. And then the next time things slow down, like Saturday night, uh, one North Carolina boy smashed his 766 and that was about 3 a.m. I shut off the generator at 3.30 we made a phone call to a friend and I yelled at him a bit cause he wasn't there. <laughs> and, um, oh, it's not uncommon for us to shut down at like three thirty AM. And at that point, no one wants to do a podcast or a live video, uh, right.
3: <laughs> but our cookout run.
5: Yeah. It's cookout has to happen at 2 AM man. Yeah.
2: Nice. I mean the podcast stuff, I think, you know, definitely, you know, one that weekend we come in, I can definitely come out there again and, um, and I should do a setup. You know, you guys already have a PA system, so we can just bring some mics and a mixer board and, and kind of plug into that.
5: Yeah, it was Mowdown, I think, two years ago. Mm-hmm. I did a an auto contest that was more F3C style, and it was really was a lot of fun to really press Raja because um, we started counting points as to how far off the line you were, and it was a lot of fun. So I like to get a little bit of contest stuff back in there. We talked about yeah. drag racing, there's been talks about speed. Mm-hmm. But speed, I think Casey and I were talking about. I think speed we may put into the Mid Atlantic Heli Championships. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as, a sanctioned, as a sanctioned contest event with Mishfa. Right. Mishfa. <laughs> <Mishpah. laughs> we got stuff we're going to work out with speed this summer. No, I'd like to see a little bit of contest stuff go in. A little contest stuff. Maybe even a little bit of uh, training stuff. I mean, Todd's walked walked me through, you know, different auto rotations, you know, something besides being, being talked into the ground.
2: (laughs) Yes. I came close.
5: (laughs) Yeah. I saw, I I actually did catch the, uh, the gasser with the night gear on it. uh, All I saw was a red disc and a freaking gasser or whatever the hell those things make for sound.
2: (laughs) Uh, Do you guys have any other questions you want to
5: ask? What do you want to see added to an event? Yeah.
2: I mean, one of the things I always, um, I always mention this fun, you know, when we talk about fun flies is I really like what RCHN does with their fun fly. And, you know, they do these little competitions that are very inviting for beginners and folks that don't compete, that don't, you know, yep. ever get critiqued yep. about their flying or anything like that. You know, like the 30 second hovers and uh, the bottle knocks and stuff like that. Yeah. I think those are awesome little things to help people break the ice with, you know, competing because I mean, I'm a noob. Like I'll go out there and I'll fly and bang my sticks around. But when it comes to competing, I'll be like, ah, let me leave it for, you know, more experienced pilots because, you know, because it's like when, when you, when you're competing, (laughs) when you're competing when on a scale where like, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to do a 30 second hover. That's cool right because i I'll sit there and I'll compete right after Kyle Stacey. I don't care i'll that best of it is cool, but like a fly routine com- competition no forget that i'm not I'm gonna watch I'm not gonna compete you
5: know yeah it's it's interesting um I definitely agree with you. i have been to some smaller fun flies uh in Maryland and Virginia where mm-hmm. we've done uh you know uh bottle knockdowns or even uh hit four pads in a timed amount of time hit hit four mm-hmm. landing pads I said the big challenge for my end is. Is It's like herding cats, so love to hear sure, some ideas yeah. on how to uh, tell you all to uh, shut up and get over here and play.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah,
5: what I mean, about, that's like hard. A little,
6: um, what about like a little oxy pylon race, you know, for like oxy size, you know, like
2: that's
6: 300 up. Your size? Yeah, except like two poles and you kind of like NASCAR around, you know, yep, maybe do yep. like a three-minute heat or, or, you know, or something like that. Well, I don't know how you judge you it or time it or whatever, but…
3: Play combat without
6: <laughs> That was I heard about that, but I didn't see it.
3: <laughs> it never happened.
6: Uh, okay, it never.
3: Now, last year they uh they took out an airplane with it on purpose. So it was pretty cool. Yep,
5: yep, yeah. Your uh your 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 Invertex did not win.
3: No, nah, I'm talking. Did I do that during the event or is that Fourth of July?
5: Um... <laughs>
3: that one hover plane and Lincoln ran the hell like clean through it. It was pretty nice. <laughs> nice. That
5: was a different one. <laughs> nice.
3: Yeah, it was clean. I
5: mean,
3: he
2: was yeah. sitting there covering that thing on purpose, and
5: Lincoln whoo! cut right through. Nice. Yeah, no, uh, pylon. That sounds fun. That sounds mm-hmm. fun. That's definitely within means. Uh, the, the, you know, the other thing that come across to us is closing down pilot stations. Yeah, not a lot of fun to close it down. It's just you know, hey guys, have fun. So it's it's a it's a fun balance. But I'm definitely. You
6: could do it off that back section where the kind of like right. you know, all the way down to the say. left, maybe where the FPV is yeah. set up. You
5: know, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. It's kind of cool. that's, that's what's crossed my mind. Yeah, yeah. Cool. No, that's that's kind of the fun thing is is you know it was interesting. We were talking about at the end. Uh, the 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 FPV guys. Uh, we've had a lot of you know AMA LE guys who are showing up with FPV in the last couple of years. It's gone. The FPV course was unused.
4: <laughs>
5: it makes it easier on a logistics part, but. You know, uh, it gives us more space. Man, pylon stuff could be fun.
3: Yeah, that would
5: be pretty cool. We might be able to play
3: something with the fall event. That's a little bit smaller, so we get usually a little bit more room to play with
5: stuff. Sure. It's easier to yell at 60 people than 123.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
6: Yeah, I'd be down to crash up my little oxy or maybe the new little fireball. Go out there and do some racing with them.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Cool.
2: I got to make my uh I got to make my oxy success then, huh. <laughs> oh, you have that have <laughs> <different laughs> classes now. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all open class. It's okay. You go, <laughs> class. Whatever you wanna run run it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I yeah. I give the fireball a good run. <laughs> there you go.
5: Next thing you know, guys will be trying to sneak in comments and nitro 700s. <laughs> <you go>. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, you have to keep it to like Fireball or Oxy. Yeah, size.
3: we
2: we, we yeah. keep it, you know, blade size, right? Like the 300 class or 450 class. Yeah, I Maybe could, even I a 500 see... sport class, you know, fine. I, yeah. could, I
5: could see us now, Casey. Hey, Sal, we're going to have a Fireball out back.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <I'm>
3: like <laughs> what? I, no. what? This helicopter coming through, whacking the pole. That looks interesting to watch.
5: You know, it's always fun, uh, Ron Riccio putting on uh, H.O.D., They've put um, PVC pipes with the, uh, oh, what's the material you put on the outside the of the FPV casing? Dead. The foam. Oh, the foam? Yeah, the yeah and, and they put the pool noodles way longer than the PVC, so you can cut pool noodle. I remember watching Jamie a few years ago, and and the other guys cutting pool noodle down. Huh? Um, so, no, uh, yeah, just uh, some, some uh, rigid pool noodle and a little bit of PVC, get some stuff up there to cut without taking guys' helis out unnecessarily.
3: Yeah. Also, since we're talking about the event, let me get a couple of shout out to some people that helped.
4: Oh, hell Mikado yeah. Auto
3: USA with Brian.
4: Mm-hmm. It
3: was awesome, the stuff that he helped us with for the raffle and everything. We had that V-Control radio and the Logo 700. That was yeah. awesome this year. And then Joe Cashwell's at RotorCraft, the charge case.
4: Mm-hmm. That
3: was unbelievable that we had to raffle off it. This year's event, we actually afterwards we're end up able to finish paying off the loan for the concrete for we put in all the carports. So it was it was awesome for the club.
0: Oh that's great. Nice.
3: Yeah. And then we also had Gail from a line. They they donated a decent amount of stuff too for the raffle. We
4: Yeah
3: did try to give them a shout out for all the help they did to us. But the club puts the event on well I try to make it a fun event, make it fun. But then theoretically, the real reason is the fundraiser for the club. Because without the events, the club don't wouldn't have enough money to support itself for the different stuff that we do. So uh, okay, so they give me a budget, so we always try to do a little bit, of making at least the budget back in some more. But this event mm-hmm. turned out real good for us. Like I said, we were we were real happy with being able to pay the loan off for the car, uh, all the concrete.
5: Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Yeah, it was a uh, mow down where you hear guys talk about mud down. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. That uh, that put a uh, put a big driver on. you we were in that back carport during mow down last year, and we got some rain. And, and you know the, the crazy thing is the attitude of the guys on the East Coast, it's insane. The weather will be bad, and we're like, we're going, we're going.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you got people in there with bare feet, squishing through the mud and everything, just keep on getting it. So go <laughs> Walmart to getting muck boots. They yeah. come out there.
5: That's that's the great thing to see on the East Coast is just the people like weather don't care, friends flying and you know you know a fire pit or whatever it be. And they just keep going and going. I just love seeing it.
3: Yeah. Cause yeah. After that fall event with all that mud and mud down and all that, we end up. Uh, I talked my dad and everybody else in the rest of the club. We end up spending seven grand on the concrete to put them in all the carports, so there'll be no more mud there.
2: It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the events help the, the hobby. They help the, the folks, you know, that go to them. They help the club. I mean, what is there not to love about
5: it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's all about. The, it's all about. It's all about you know togetherness and, and and having fun and and maybe doing a little learning. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: yeah. Sweet. Uh anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap <clears throat> up the
0: main topic here? Kevin, Chris, you got anything? No, I'm good. Good man. I'm actually. Interested in going back to the uh, fall thing, the fall mow down? Yeah,
2: yeah. It's um, that's gonna be two events I in did, September, but I think I can do that. I think I can do a weekend. The
3: other biggest thing, I'm gonna try to talk to Todd this summer and get a couple spots, not during an event or anything, just to get him to come up here and and try to get him to teach another class. That way, it's no no mm-hmm. distractions or anything. It'll be one on one.
2: Yeah, that would be awesome. I would definitely come down for that.
3: Yeah, that way. Cool. I, that way I'd you
2: sign up. So there's two right off the rip that'll go.
6: Think it'll be for a certain
3: amount of
5: time. No, no, no excuses needed. But uh no, I'm always looking for ways to find everyone, and, and you know, because everyone loves the helis, and a lot of us are still, you know, it's not like we're so old that we're retired. We're looking, we're looking, you know, what's that new source we can find you and get that information to you, tell you, hey, mm-hmm. this is going on. You can put it in your plans, but. Yeah. yeah, in the in the past we've usually done training during uh, the spring fling and and uh, you know past that as far as Todd's classes training during then and then he's come out in the fall time and hung out with everyone and you know of course he always ends up talking about things and helping guys.
2: Yeah, I mean if you guys whenever you guys find out more information about, I mean the fall mowdown, definitely you know but um also for next year just let us know because we will also broadcast it, you know we'll have Kevin create a little. Sh- kind of a, not an ad, but like a little short for it that he can play on every episode and kind of just get the word out, you know, reminding folks, uh, when your event comes up again, you know,
0: yeah, that'd That's be tough. Cool. Something we didn't do for our phone. <laughs> I know which was just coming this up a couple of weeks, which <laughs> <laughs> is like through three weeks away. Yeah. Were, yeah. we're you
4: know, that
3: group picture we took?
4: Uh
3: huh. All right. We're going to try to take that picture. We're going to make the, uh, another spot along that barn where you pull in. I think him with Cyclone and stuff, he's going to help us, and a couple of the other guys uh, are going to help us pay for it. And we're going to put that picture and a whole like logos and stuff up on the barn. So that would be pretty cool.
5: Nice. That is cool.
3: Awesome. Yeah,
5: you always know it's the Thornburg Field when you see the video and you see that barn pop up in the video Mm -hmm. or still pictures.
3: Hey, a couple (laughs) of years ago, we had an epic crash that hit that barn.
4: Oh, hey, really?
3: (laughs) Was like a hundred mile an hour straight on forward flight. Hit that barn and like exploded. The pieces went in the air. It looked like it took them 30 minutes to find all the pieces to pick them all up. It was.
5: Oh cool. boy. Yeah, he lost orientation. He put it level and he smacked right off the roof. And it, it ramped like, off hard.
3: It was just like a ramp. I mean, you couldn't have put anything in it to make it explode more. And when it was coming up the ramp, it just went everywhere.
5: <laughs> yeah, that that Align 700 took a beating, and the the frames were broke. Everything was broke. It just became a dusting of helicopter parts all over the... <laughs> oh, I, it, it, for the most part, I stayed together. There was small stuff we was <laughs> back looking <Yeah>. for. It's <laughs> like, what happened? He's like, I lost orientation. It's like, you had it level? Pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah.
5: Hey, Kevin, 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 uh, help, help, help. Yes, yes, sir. Or who <laughs> or hoo-ah. And I got it. Um, I got help. I'm glad you got the help. I'm so glad you got the help.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that I, I was. That would have sucked, dude. Oh, that, sucked dude. Since that thing was just gone.
5: Yeah, we've uh, had we've had guys land in the front yard on the other side, and uh...
0: and it's so funny. I told that story, and then I'm listening to Heli Hooligans, and I hear to Ed's buddy. Did the same thing out where they where they fly at yeah. the the landfill? Yeah, and uh, he flew over the solar panels and lost it. So oh, now you yeah, yeah. know what's going on with that.
5: Yeah, he smashed in solar panels, and it. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that works out all right. Yeah.
3: Question for y'all while we're on here. Yeah. We had all the pilots that we had out there, the pros and stuff. Is there any other pro? I mean, any. Anything you see that we should add or another pro we should try to talk in out there or what what is y'all's take on that?
2: My take on it, it's, I mean I thought you guys had a, a fantastic list of folks out there, you know. Uh, I don't know if I can, you know I mean like there's some some of my old school like Alan Zebo would love to go see him fly again, you know, in
0: person. I think that'd be awesome. But um yeah, I don't know. I think it was great. You know? I'd like to see uh some scale stuff i've never seen large large scale scale helicopters mm-hmm. oh so uh, that kind of but that's not you know a, a pilot related or anything it's just yeah. somebody shows up with it kind of thing you know Right. What? Yeah,
5: did you, you managed to see don from uh, ontario canada no because he was he was doing that md 800 that was running like 800 head speed the uh, on saturday the whole week
2: oh, he's got some scale better.
5: stuff yeah he likes to compete in scale he was actually coming up from uh that scale event that happened the weekend previous down in Florida.
0: Yeah, yeah. Down in Florida, Fred went to that. Fred went to, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. yeah, he was he was down there doing that, and he came back up during the week and hung out with us for the rest of the week. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I know Sandy Sandy Jaffy stopped through, but uh, he stopped through for a bit. But um, yeah, yeah, we've done some scale. I want to see some more.
2: That'd be cool. cool. Scale some turbine stuff. That'd be you know stuff that you don't normally see. It'd be interesting.
5: Chris, yeah. uh, you'd be surprised how many, how few turbines are in scale now. Yeah. Electric's actually doing really well. Chris, ain't no one you want to see?
6: I was, I was there. I don't even know. Like I said, Tim Jones though, is always my favorite to watch. Yeah, I didn't um, even know he
2: was there. Um, you know,
4: it's you know, pretty cool to see him. He's yeah. only—I
2: know he's been to the
6: East Coast. You know, one or two other places I've seen. I don't even know of any other bigger names that you know that are that are actually not just competitive, but are actually out there a lot. Maxwell would be cool. Yeah, I mean Nick is the only one that, and Nick and Kyle Dahl are the only two that I didn't see, yeah, but I know they do Joe Nall, which is this weekend coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's yeah. why they don't do it, or I don't know. Yeah, we I had remember,
3: last year Dahl, but this year he was overseas.
6: I think when we were talking, yeah. to him, so it's, oh, you're right. he's okay. with Scorpion Testing. Yep. And, All that. Yep.
5: Yep. No, you'd be surprised. Um, yeah, because you know, to that planning thing, you got to get you got to get out
6: on the yeah. schedule
5: because these guys. You know, I've, I've got my flying, I've got the events I'm going to do up through pretty much October right now. You yeah. know, if you're, if you're not getting your event published early, you know, uh, yeah, you're not, not getting that. it published early. You're, 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 running, you're running a lot of scheduling conflicts for the bigger names.
2: For sure. All right. So that was, uh, that was awesome to get those guys on the show. <laughs> All right. Let's go into news and announcements.
0: News and announcements. Announcements and news. What do we so, kind of think the Chris, I think one thing you
2: wrote this right I knew about yeah is the um the goblin
6: um, fireball is getting ready to be released yes um I think the official date is yes. going to be the 28th I believe
2: 28th uh, of June yep June. and uh, they're taking pre-orders now right
6: they are we got pre-orders coming in there's um Sweet. they're saying they're going to be on time but you know how that stuff goes and if you guys didn't hear that the RC Hilly hangout is given one away for free all you got to yeah. do is be a member of the hangout and a member of the forum, larchyhangout dot com forum, and that's it. And you're in for a free chance to win a a, a little mini goblin. I did
0: hear that. Yes, yeah.
6: Well, you need to get on the list. I am on the list. You are. Well, cool. I think so. And You're in.
2: <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. it yeah, gets down to crunch time, guys,
6: we'll we'll make sure we do a ton of announcements and everything. Mm-hmm. Like we just announced it, you know, last week. It's kind of just off the hip, decided to do it, and um. Once it gets, you know, about mid, you know, early June, we'll start really, you know, put up a good spreadsheet and we'll um, get it 100%, you know, figured out how to make sure everyone's name is on the list and you can, everybody can see their names on there. And haven't figured out how we're going to pull it yet, but uh, we're going to figure something out It's going to be pretty cool.
0: Nice.
2: Um, one of the things I want to do mention about the Goblin Fireball is that they have them in, in two basic packages, right? You got your airframe and motor combo, right? Yep. Because it has the, a direct motor to. Main shaft to whatever yeah. <laughs> setup, um. So it's a very specific proprietary motor that you need to get for it. Yep. And then they also have one with, um, what is it? Is it all the electronics or everything except for flybar. Fly yeah, it's everything. Yeah, so it's servos, motor, ESC. ESC.
6: Um, I don't know what ESC and servos they're either using and maybe rebranding or…
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'd be curious.
6: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're rebranding something else or maybe just putting their logo on something else or, you know. Haven't seen it yet. I'm um, gonna try to get some information probably this week. Supposedly the main shaft, people are talking about the you know being scared about having the motor and the main shaft together. Right. Um, supposedly the main shaft is huge. I heard the goblin guys talking about it, that it's pretty much un it's indestructible as a main shaft. It's that like a seven hundred
2: size main shaft in a seven <laughs> hundred size heli. <heavy. laughs> I don't know what it is, but they they really they
6: stress that it's it's way overkill. You know, uh-huh. so you can't bend it, and you're not, you know, out of a motor every time you crash. So,
2: one of the things that'd be interesting is uh, to f- to see in person is like, is there a one way bearing on the m- main shaft to the output of the motor, like, you know, or is it the du- it's such a Does direct it have drive? To have
6: a one way? I don't know. I mean, that's I don't know. I don't know either.
2: I don't know if it's if it's like you know, shit. stress <laughs> stressing you know the drivetrain or the motor yeah. itself, you know. I'll, I'll see. be curious to see. I'll see if I can get more information. Yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: Um, I also saw Yeah, that Blade is putting out the Inductrix FPV Pro.
2: Yes, what the Inductrix should have been from day one. At least that's
0: what I've been hearing. It just looks black and menacing.
2: Yeah, but it has upgraded motors, has a better, um, I think, FPV camera where you can actually select the channels and stuff.
0: Yeah, and, and you can load Betaflight on it. Yes, and you can Which load it. I think cool. it's
2: an F3 chip on there, so you can actually load a proper, uh, yep. you know, firmware on there.
0: Yep. So, so for the, all your multi rotor guys out there.
2: And, and I do want to say the FT Gremlin and TJ's, TJ Williams frame is actually pretty damn nice little. I think it's like a hundred millimeter size quad. It's pretty damn nice. Um, 75 bucks. And I'm telling you, Rob smacked the shit out of it against my garage. Yeah, I put mine in and survived. That
0: was pretty good. Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
2: and I have too. I've been like, I mean, I've, I've went like, almost. I guess it'd be equivalent of a full inverted, positive pitch into the ground with that. Uh, You know, like doing that with a helicopter. I've done that with the quad, like just just flip it upside down, full collective, right down into the ground, and smacked it around all my vinyl siding, all the construction shit I have on my backyard floor right now.
4: And it right. survived.
2: You know, I've been bouncing off rocks and stuff. It's, it got like, you know, the, the plastic frame has a little bit of, you know, nicks and stuff, but it still flies. All my props are like dented and they still fly. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty yeah. tough little quad. So, um, you know, if you're looking for that type of inductrix, but maybe something that's 2S or, or 3S, S. I hear, you know, that's, that's something good. I didn't know enough balls to try 3S. I mean, 2S S, plenty of power, especially for the size field I'm flying, maybe going to the park or our um RC field we might want to try 3S S to really rip it but so far it's been good. And you gotta try to, to you gotta try mine. Mine does I don't mine doesn't flip it does do like a weird tendency if I go full throttle, but it doesn't it doesn't just flip over like what you're saying. So Yeah. But mine a try. Um okay. cool. all right. So let's uh also talk about just real quick. Um what what did they say about the fall mow down? It's September first thirtieth, thirty first and the first was
0: it? Yes. Yep. October first.
2: Yep. first. Yep. Okay, yeah. So um if it's anything like the spring fling, which I hear is even more laid back, um, that's definitely a nice event to go to. Uh June third, free for RC podcast, Heli Fest twenty seventeen, our second annual. Yeah. You know, I know some folks are trying to make it out to that. I, I hear some uh some surprise guests from the RC Heli Hangouts might come too. Oh um, yeah? Yeah, possibly. I
6: heard, I heard there's rumors something.
2: There's some rumors. I don't know. There are rumors,
0: you know. But no desk pilot this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only kidding.
2: That's fine. He, 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 he could come oh, out, man. He could come out. Oh, that's five right.
0: He's now. a club member. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, but he's limited to five words or less, though. Five words <laughs> or less. And I'm sure three of those are going to be help, help, help. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> oh boy. Mm, I'm sorry, guys. Oh,
0: Bills, be bill's the fly. best.
2: A lot of people are going to be saying that to you at this point <laughs> Dude,
0: I do not care. Like I am so happy. I've said it a million times. So happy to have the helicopter still with me. Uh-huh. You guys can bust my chops all you want. I don't huh? care. I have a thick skin. Just don't take my kettle one away. <laughs> oh boy. Then
2: then the angry you know old man metal comes out, huh?
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> all right. So uh <laughs> Is that everything? Is that anything else for announcements? No, no, that's it. That's it. Okay. So, what's next for you in the hobby? I got a gasser to rebuild.
0: (laughs) So, are you rebuilding? (laughs) I have a nitro to. I
6: don't know. I'm not sure how we're gonna do it yet. Um, Yeah. Because I'm gonna. I kind of told him, and he said he would, you know, get it all ready again. And we're not. I'm not taking any of his electronics. So,
2: Uh, um, just the airframe.
6: Yeah. So I think I'm just gonna tell him to leave it. You know, leave it the way it is, just, you know, break it down because I'm going to take it all apart anyway.
4: Sure.
6: You know, just to 100% know the airframe and stuff like that, so. Right, right. Um, That's it, and we'll hopefully get these Scorpions put in and start doing some test lights on these suckers.
2: Nice. And what about
0: you, Kevin? Uh, I have a Nitro to repair and uh, hopefully get something in the air this weekend. Dude, that Nitro needs three bolts. (laughs) It needs three bolts on the exhaust, man. (laughs) It's not much of a repair, just Dude, you know. Kevin Kevin needs three minutes. <laughs> uh, I was I was I was actually sidetracked with uh, uh Your Game Boy little, little Game Boy thing I was working on. That Dude, that thing actually, was awesome. But how are you gonna
2: pack all that in there, man? That's that's gonna be oh, tight. It, it's in there. Yeah. I already finished it, yeah. So you're able to get the, the, the Pi three, the battery, all your cables or whatever, you're charging, however you figure that out into a Game Boy. Casing,
0: yeah, I'll have to show you some pictures.
2: They'll just make me one and and. The tell battery me what doesn't I last <laughs> more than twenty
0: minutes, but because uh, the that Raspberry Pi three draws like uh, two and a half amps, so it's uh it's pretty rough on it. But uh, it's cool Dude, because I don't know, care I, if I got to strap a two S lipo to the back of that thing or it's it's cool. It it's still got a little more configuring I have to do, but uh-huh. yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. How many games you got on there? like uh 4000 hell yeah <laughs>
4: hell yeah yeah
2: on a little G-
0: 8 gig you know micro sd card right they're um no it's a 32 oh okay so yeah i have i have like 700 arcade games 2000 nes games mm-hmm. uh which I'll, i will or 1000 nes games 2000 super nes games i don't know something nice. like that That's and awesome. i only play super mario 3 so I don't know why I loaded all that stuff on. <laughs>
2: Is that the that one you with can. The tail? That's that it. The, the <laughs> tail?
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's one, one of my right. favorites. Yeah. That was like the best. Ba- that in Castlevania. Castlevania. You got to have Contra on there, too. That
6: game. That's
0: an excellent game. Yeah. But I want to, if I, my ultimate goal, the holy grail of this whole project would be to load the PlayStation emulator on it and play um Final Fantasy VII. I used to love that game. Yes. Cloud. That was a yes. great game.
2: Mm-hmm. Separaw.
0: Yeah, I got I gotta see if I can get that working. But it's pretty cool. It's it's it was a neat little project. I got a couple more versions I'm working on. I might 3D print my own case and stuff, but uh that'll be down the road. Nice. But it's non-RC related. That's cool though. It's definitely uh you can apply
2: those skills into RC stuff. Um there's a couple things I need you to 3D print for me, so we'll
0: talk. I was talking to Chris um at one point and I was like yeah, I was just like spent two and a half, three hours soldering, and he was like, "I hate soldering." And I was like, "I like soldering," so you know, it's it's cool. I I enjoyed messing around with. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Um, I guess for myself, I want to get more flights in. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try tomorrow to get out to the field. Um, and do uh, a synergy day. I'm gonna just fly. I'm just gonna bring the seven six six and the N seven and. You know, maybe just fly for like two hours or an hour and a half or something like that, and then you know, cut back home real quick. Where Uh, are you gonna go? Probably to the field. That the seven, yeah, seven six six. I'm flying at the field. There's no point trying to fly it anywhere else. Okay. Uh, You know, to our field. Besides that, I mean, it's it's really gonna be a lot of garage work to get some, you know, workspace built out and and kind of clean up the garage so I can sort all my RC stuff because right now. All my RC stuff from my previous life of planes and multirotors are all just stacked everywhere. Oh, I did pick up a – what is that? A Twisted Hobbies um uh, crack yak, 32-inch crack yak. Did you? Uh, yeah.
0: All right, you did. Yeah. Oh,
2: we didn't really talk about it. So Saturday we met up with uh, – Fred. <laughs> Fred. Fred, here you go. Um Back to what you've been up to in a hobby. Uh, <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. wake up, Bill. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it yes. up. Let's wrap it. You are gonna be saying "Wake up, Kevin!" pretty soon.
2: It is almost past your bedtime. It oh, is. It is it's
0: way past. Me. We've been recording for forty three hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. Let's see here. So uh, somebody say something. Okay. Wrapping
2: it up. Facebook likes. We are at six hundred eleven likes. That's plus five this week, and we have three names. So, cue the music. Damn, 611 likes, man. That's awesome. One of these days, you know what I need to also do is... Um, Learn how to spell Gregory? No. <laughs> no. What we need to do is... There's there's folks that actually follow us that didn't like us. Because we are at 621 <laughs> followers. Okay. Follows at 621, but likes is only 611. So there's uh, 10 people
0: that didn't like it, but wanted to keep up with what we do. Well, I do that with Despilot. I follow him, but I don't like him.
4: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
2: <sighs> all right. So we have Gregory Sullivan. What's up, Greg? I've spoken to him a couple of times on Facebook.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, we have Ika Dharmawan, nice. and then Jason Austin. Jason. So We have three names. Sweet. All right. Uh, thanks for all the folks that liked us on Facebook. Yes. What do we have for Facebook comments? Facebook comments. Hmm. You know, we got a whole bunch of comments. We got a whole bunch of comments for my N seven Yeah. Start.
0: Um And you you posted uh our buddy Bill.
4: Yep. That's Bill did
2: a five fifty SX version two logo unboxing. Um yep. where get a, a special guest pop up in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh let's see. And Fred got
0: stickers. Fred got stickers.
2: Yeah. And he posted a picture of his mailbox, which was nice. Yep. Um, awesome. So Steve says he knows your address now, Kevin.
0: Yeah. Glitter bomb time. Glitter bomb.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Fred also posted some pictures of his, his, um, FT gremlin, you know, and he's really digging it too. So we'll definitely catch up with Fred next week and talk about that. Yeah. All right. Website comments.
0: All right. Website comments. Curtis Beck, who I think might be related to Glenn Beck, I'm not sure, he hey. wrote us and said, guys, hopefully you can relay this to Jamie Paulson. Uh There was a Spartan update, I think it was about a year ago, where they rescaled the tail gain. I think I had to add about 30% to match up the tail gain performance before the update. Um, hmm. That's good to know. So, so if Jamie's listening, that was what Spartan did, because Jamie was on talking about that. Mm-hmm. You fly Spartan. Podbean people that started following us.
2: Yes, Bobby.
0: are Zap Pod eight, uh Racer Gabe, Jordan MC F 556 Jeffrey W. Wilson, so they all started following us. B V G H J and Helly Fun liked Funflies and Help Help Help. <laughs> <laughs> Uh B V G H J liked episode seventy three, start your engines with Jamie Paulson, and Mike Welch liked episode seventy two F three awesome. N with Greg Jackson. Nice So thanks guys. Thanks for liking and following. Oh yeah. Awesome. Thanks everyone. Okay. So iTunes reviews. I did not see anything new on iTunes.
2: So drop us an iTunes review and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at free4rc at com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free4rcpodcast. Check out our webpage, free 4 com. Say hi to Chris. Hey, Chris. Robert.
0: Hey, Robert. <laughs> hey, Robert. Thanks for driving 10 hours, Round Trip.
2: Yeah. It was, great. Yeah, it was good thanks, to
0: see you, buddy. Thanks for making that trek. Oh. I'm glad my story could entertain you and put you in tears on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was watching that. He
2: was listening to that episode. <laughs> all right, uh, forums. We got the rc hangouts dot com forums under RC Heli main sections, podcast corner, and you'll see us there right next to the RC Heli Hooligans podcast.
0: Hey Walton, all I- at
2: flight test forums off the field audio and video production. Other than flight test podcasts, free for RC podcast sitting next to the FT community cast.
0: Hey and Mike up guys my uh, has anybody been updating that was it my know. job did i drop the ball
2: i don't know i don't know i'll say it's your job and you're dropping the ball yeah all right get your I'll shit straight. that in
0: i'll do that sunday <laughs> morning yeah
2: no, um that's cool I, I don't know how we want to approach this because i still want to take it's you know even on a heli hangouts one we haven't really been like we don't we haven't been posting every episode up there so um you know we'll see but okay yeah, we'll go from there. Uh, sweet. All right. Well, So, yeah, if uh, people want to get in touch with the Full Monty, uh, <laughs> uh, how would they do that?
5: Uh, so you can find me on uh, Heli Hangout, uh, Run Rider and Heli Freak, uh, posting as uh, Full Monty or Robert Full Monty. You can find <laughs> me on Facebook as just Robert Monty. Probably one of your friends is already friends with me. Um, <laughs> what else is there? <laughs> Uh, Hit me in my email address, um, my last name, M-O-N-T-E-E-R-M at Outlook.com. Usually it's the same info I put in the sanctions. So if you're flipping through the back of uh, the AMA magazine, it's the same way to contact me. Um, Phone number is there as well. Oh, well,
3: the easiest way to contact me would probably be on Facebook. You can just find me as Casey Campbell on there. Or the best way to contact me is... Pretty much by cell phone text or call. My number is 540-623-0214. That's probably the best, either Facebook or that, to talk to me.
2: Awesome. Sweet. All right. Cool. I want to thank you guys for taking the time to come on to our show.
0: It's been yeah, very, thanks guys. It's been awesome. Yeah, welcome. We
3: we love the event. We love having y'all up. So it's it's awesome just to talk about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Nice. Yeah,
5: it was, a, it was a treat to see you guys come out. It was uh, awesome to see Chris come out and you guys make it down, especially with the uh, new uh, new child there, uh, Steve.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I was surprised Sur- the wife let me come. <laughs>
5: uh, sounds like you've been being a good husband. And got a kid strapped to you all the time.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> seven days a week, I'm you know, or let's let's say during the week, so it's probably about six days a week, I'm I'm you know with the kid all the time, except for. Uh, one day a week, guys. Like, wife, you know, babe, you gotta yeah. let me go fly one, at least one day a week. So usually my Sundays are are the got to you know, escape. Yep, you know, I hear you. you know. And then
3: next time we ever do it, we got to get Joe on here.
2: Yes, definitely. <laughs> it's definitely a character, you know. Just just talking to him in person when we when we met. Um, we met like basically right before we were leaving too. I think, right, Kevin? Yeah. Like, yep. Yeah. So
0: definitely, uh, to he was me. running around like crazy. It was good, yeah. To stop him and say hi and talk to him for a little bit.
3: Yeah. This is his home field and everything. Like he's coming up this weekend. We're going to have a good
5: time and fly. Yeah. Nice. Let's do some more radio raps.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. Yes. I had to get some, uh, reps on tip for him.
1: All right. Yeah. I mean, my website is freestyle dot com. I've been do we do traveling schools. Jamie and I do it. Um, and, uh, and I teach one-on-one out of California. It's something I love to do, and uh it's been such a rewarding job. And to have people come from, you know, so many other countries and bring translators and stuff, I mean, it's really – and they come here to see you. And, I mean, God, the airfare alone is probably a couple thousand dollars, so it's, it's a right. rewarding thing. And my phone number is wow. 805-857-3399 is the business phone. So if you ever want to come out and learn to fly better or just get uh, – over the mental side of flying and (laughs) have another drink (laughs) yeah exactly we'll have to do uh we got we got to do some segments on this because i think there's a lot of good information that can help a lot of people oh my
2: god we would be so honored if you come on every so often and do a little like heli school segment with todd i'll do it i'll
1: do it uh i'll do it on a monthly basis if you want so just let me know
4: hell yeah (laughs) yes
1: i I think it would be fun and i think uh, like i said people learn a lot it's just you know, like Chris Genie, a buddy of mine that flies planes, he was doing his TikToks, and I'll, I'll, get, I'll, I'll just explain this real quick, and then I'll, I'll let you guys get on with the show. But, uh, <laughs> you know, he was just trying to do his TikToks. And I said, Chris, it's, it's collective, then elevator, not both sticks at the same time. Lift the helicopter, then put in an elevator, then lift with negative, and push forward elevator. You know, and he's like, he did this, and he's like, oh, my God, I've been doing these for so long, and I finally get it you know yeah, so it's almost staggered i mean my god for what's been the, the, the life that i've been able to lead and and do this mm-hmm. for and get paid fairly well to do it uh that's the least i could do i'd like i said if you want to do something once a month or whatever absolutely people
0: yes. yeah, that would be I'd, amazing
1: i'd be honored to do it so anytime let me know,
0: you know awesome yeah
1: we'll
2: definitely catch up and we'll do we'll do like a primary you know we'll do a, a big show on it talk yeah. about what school's all about? Then you know we'll have you come back every so often, do a nice segment, you yeah. know, teach a new trick or something, or Absolutely. especially with collective management. Or that's like a just a
0: story and, well, said, and then stories. And yeah, like
1: yeah. Huh? The thing is, collective management is like it's really overall pitch management because yes. you know if you have if you're if you're giving full ale around and your model will only pull ten degrees of pitch or eleven degrees of pitch, well, guess what? You can't move the collective that much. And this right. is all the kind of stuff we can cover. I mean, it's just a even you know. It was funny because even hearing Jamie go, God, the, the things that you say, it's stuff you, you know, he was just even a little blown away. It's like, wow, you know, there's a lot that goes into the school and I really do care about people learning. And if I can help in any way, you know, I'd be happy to do so. So let me know what you want to do, dude. You got my number and just uh, mm-hmm. you name the time and place and I'll be there and, and help you any way I can.
2: Definitely. Awesome. Yeah, I want to thank um Robert and Todd and Casey for coming on to the show today. And uh, Chris and Kevin. And Chris and Kevin. Oh, no, you guys have to come on the show now. And Steve. Oh, thanks for you guys. Thanks, you guys Steve. have to come. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, whatever. You guys have to come. <laughs> and, you know, thanks to all the listeners for, for joining us. Yes. <laughs> Wake up, Bill. All right. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. Thank <laughs> you. See ya. See ya. Uh... <laughs>
4: Wake right. up,
0: you bastard. <laughs> Wake up, fucker.
4: <laughs> dude, dude,
0: dude. Okay. Um, well, um, let's see. Chris dropped the ready. Did we lose someone? Yeah, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep going. Uh, yeah. What is he pacing?
5: Is he pacing the parking lot and losing signal? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Probably. I- <laughs> uh, Robert, hilarious.
1: it sounds like you're using like a studio microphone because your audio is amazing.
5: Um, You know, uh, I took a, a, a Rybart said use uh, the earbuds from Apple, so put them in. Oh.
0: Yeah, does that works. But he also recommends recording from the bathroom too, so I wouldn't do that though. <laughs> You'll have to guess when I'm doing that. All right. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: That's, the only th- that's the only time I get in, look at the uh, RC magazines is reading the, on the in the toilet on the bathroom. Nice. With the AMA, just read Chris McCauley's article and and then look at all the uh, uh, drones on there. How, this mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah,
4: this? Yeah.
1: And then throw it
5: away. So. <laughs> Give it to a dentist office. Yeah,
0: yeah. there you go. All
1: right, so All
2: right. questions, Steve. Yes, we got some questions.
0: All right. <laughs> yeah, the first person you can help is me.
2: Yeah, so me.
4: <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> I, I need to get rid of that, you know, my, my. Uh, I guess. Crazy sticks. Pilot name.
0: <laughs> crazy <laughs> sticks? No, not
2: crazy sticks. I kind of still enjoy crazy sticks, but, uh, the you know. Boom, boom! You know, strike.
5: Uh, it's it's fun having having a having done a bit of a clinic with Todd and set up two clinics where he's taught at our field. Hmm. Um, and I, I sit down and talk with him. I sit down and watch what he goes through. Uh, yeah, you guys need to go through your helis first. A lot. Sure. And because uh, yeah. you're not going to get much flying in until your heli's ready for it, and a lot of guys show up with some craziness that just is not ready for school. Right. right. <laughs> And then the other one is—it's funny. Uh, I, I, some of the things I, I haven't actually seen a, a teacher better than Todd. Um, watch him go through things. The students will start fighting with him. He's like, "Okay, do it three ways your time. Show me, show me works." And they'll, they'll fail at. It. He's like, "Okay, you're done. Now you do it my way." <laughs> <I haven't, laughs> so yeah, it, you, you you can try stabbing the sticks. He'll take the radio away from you.
3: <laughs> it, I went up with him for a couple of flights. It's unbelievable the stuff that he teaches you. And you can learn it and not even know it. And you just sit there at the end, like, wow.
5: Yeah. Uh, That's C- awesome. Casey alluded to it last year with Modown. Him and I, Saturday, well, it was actually Sunday morning at 3 a.m. We'd gone through Saturday night. I was out there with my night gear. He talked me through doing uh, backwards flipping auto rotations and then putting in aileron rolls and auto rotations. And then uh, I was doing both and like a. A 180 turn for a landing at like 3 a.m. He talked me through it. Wow, I <laughs> was I was like, Are you freaking kidding me!
2: <laughs> <laughs> All mold down is on its way soon, so
5: you know and I gotta gotta stop through for mid Atlantic Heli Championships first.
2: Yeah, real quick, what is that? Um, you guys do a like a competition?
5: Well, yep, 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 yep. Um, a couple years ago, I started competing and after i started competing i said you know i'm a cd i can sanction a contest and um, cuz you get out to helly nats and the numbers have been decreasing and they're like well there's 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 not a lot of new blood coming in i was like well we got to grow it so um i have officially sanctioned uh sportsman advanced expert f3c and f3n um wow uh, last year we had a handful of pilots. Um, uh, Eaton came down from New York. Uh, Pete Bisbel, who, uh, you guys probably know through friends of friends, uh, desk pilot. Um, uh, he came down, um, say a handful of guys, uh, smaller contests are a great place to learn. You know, you, you don't know everything about a contest. You don't really necessarily want to go out to Nats and try and learn it there. Right, right. So small contests are a great place to learn. um, uh, you know, trying to grow, you know, got to grow the hobby. Competitions are a lot of fun. Uh, I'd say I'm on the opposite end of you, uh, Steve. Um, I did last year, I stepped out of my comfort zone and, and signed up for F3N and, you know, oh. I was, it was, I was one of five guys and, you know, Jamie and Nick are first and second. That's
4: All right. I'm
5: like, I'm just back here trying to fly. <laughs> 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 um, the The other three of us were. It was fun to watch a score bounce around, but um,
4: uh-huh.
5: no competitions really taught me a lot about the model, about flying, about the radio. So that's one of the things I love about competition. It is a it, um, it hones a skill down.
4: Yeah. And the
5: smaller, 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 smaller events are a great place to learn. So it's a great time to come out and learn. You don't have to be the best. You, uh, you know, even for like sportsman maneuvers, um. You know, really the biggest thing is if you're comfortable with a side in hover and with uh inside turns you can do the sportsman class. It's uh it's it's easily do- doable. Um you know, we announce, You know, usually when you're doing the maneuvers you don't have to actually memorize the order. The smaller contest, you know, we're going to you, you know, your spotter will yell out what the next maneuver is as long as you know what the pattern of that maneuver is, you fly it. So, good laid back time.
0: Nice. Did you also learn not to invite desk pilot back?
5: There's this whole thing about public sanctions And and putting it out on the news uh, Some people find out about it
4: (laughs) Oh right, okay (laughs)